show where you decide the topic from love chat for matt to the hate in your heart i can't believe it there are no limits you can be nice i love legends you can be mean i don't give a fuck or you can blow it all up every wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. Anything interesting going on uh, over that away? It is really hot. Really hot here, yeah. Uh, They're talking about more coronavirus crackdowns here because we're still hot spot. We're still hot spot. So maybe our uh, bars and restaurants will become more restricted or some such nonsense. This is not working for me. We're, um, of course, not censored on uh, Discord yet, so that's another week of success. I think they just fucked off, to be honest. I think they just, I kept asking them so many questions, they just went away. That's <laughs> this guy's hope. annoying. <laughs> and uh, another day, Susan hasn't banned me yet either, although um, if, you, if you guys didn't see, I, I posted a video earlier today talking about the, the doctor's press conference and the hydroxychloroquine stuff, yeah. talking about them and playing a few clips of them. That was banned by Susan. And I actually had to blur their faces and distort the audio of them talking and bleep the word hydroxychloroquine to get YouTube to accept the video. Just put this in perspective. We've showed like George Floyd dying. We just showed a shooting, a deadly shooting on the stream on Sunday. Granted, they weren't graphic, but we're showing scenes of people actually being killed. And Susan says, that's fine. Just don't use the word Certainly don't say Eric Charmella or whatever his name is. And definitely don't say hydroxychloroquine is a useful medical treatment for coronavirus. What a weird timeline. Uh, Yeah, I went off this ride. Yeah. Super. Have you checked out mentally? Like, how do you do this? It's getting... Maybe you're... my, My optimism and my patience uh, is, is getting thinner. Yeah, it's getting tougher, admittedly. It's your persistent rationality, I think, that has given you an ability to weather the storm. But I'm just I'm totally fucked off. I'm like, I'm out. I'm done with this. Let's uh, let's see what people have to say tonight. I'll be very curious. Big week of news, as always. And uh, if you're new to the show, <laughs> what? Someone in the live chat just said, I can't believe someone would like have so much hydrochloricin in their heart. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, we're going to get banned. banned. I mean, that's a lame-ass way to get banned. I always hoped if I did, it'd be for something more impressive than that. But if you're new to the show and you want to participate, rules of the show the rules of the show go like this. There's a link to the Discord server, for this week at least again, uh, in the uh, YouTube description. Hop in the Discord server. The uh, roll call in the Discord server opens up 10 minutes before live. The call in the, the window to put your name in that roll call is 10 minutes before we go live, and then I randomize them all, and we take them in the order that I post in the server after that. So uh, if you are coming up in the calls, please try to keep your calls to a two to three minute time frame as gesture of courtesy to your fellow callers. And uh, we'll take super chat on YouTube, Streamlabs, and DLive every half hour. And then if you'd like to participate in the show, but you're having trouble getting in or you can't do it live, send us an email. That's beautyinthebetaadgmail.com. Put call in show question in the subject line. We'll respond to it in the last half hour of the show. And I think that's it. What's funny this time? People are talking about that Harrison, Arkansas video. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> everybody should watch it. It's a major. The one that warmed your heart. Pill. It did warm my heart. <laughs> it was so funny. I watched it like three times. Um, for the Republic is up first. Uh, if people haven't seen it, the concept is: I, th- I think a guy goes to the quote-unquote most racist town in America, some someplace in Alabama, right? Yeah. And he's holding up just a Black Lives Matter sign or something, and people just drive by on the street, and uh, well, they say lots of racist things to him. They just hurl insults at him. And my favorite one was was that a guy well, like drove by. He's like, you're white. And then he drove back around and he goes, I'm coming back in 10 minutes. and You better be <laughs> fucking gone. Some He's of the like slurs the aren't even about ever. black people. There's various slurs. Everyone watch it. For the Republic, you there? Yeah, I am. What's on your mind? Hey. Hey, uh, so last weekend there was a bit of discussion about abortion and such was brought oh, yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a couple thoughts on that. Um, so first, do you think that eventually, like uh, the societies of the future, will look back and condemn us for allowing elective abortions in the same way that you know we condemn our uh, those in the past who you know had slaves and whatnot? Because many of the arguments that people bring up in regards to slavery can also be applied to abortion. Oh, it's, you know, they're on my land, poor body. Oh, I can do what I want with them. They're, that's not a human. It's a lesser being, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, we really have taken it to a new level. Although I will say that pretty much every society in history has, back to ancient Romans, have had ways of terminating unwanted pregnancies. Um, so it's not really unique to our society, although how prolific it's become, I think probably is. Uh, so I don't know if that really answers your, does that doesn't answer your question at all, does it? Well, and I think as viability becomes earlier and earlier, certainly with the prospect of artificial wombs and things like that, as science, as science advances and the ability to sustain life, even independent of the mother at earlier and earlier stages develops, that is only going to complicate the moral issue. Yeah. And it's going to make it well, harder yeah. to defend the idea that you should just snuff out this life when in theory it could live totally outside of your body. It, it, the technology yeah. could exist to do that. Well, yeah, and that's why I feel that ultimately um pro-life will win the the debate because I mean you've got the you got the three lines. You got the first two absolutes which are, you know, conception and birth. Mm-hmm. And then you have the 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 muddy line which you could either be uh, you know, brain function or heartbeat. And, you know, that's, like I said, it's a little muddier line in regards to when that actually is. Mm-hmm. But uh, for Matt, what you were just saying, if whether or not a person is a person is dependent upon technology. I I agree that that's not the right for me, yeah. that's not the right definition, but what I'm saying is for people who believe that viability is the standard. So, for example, the, the Supreme mm-hmm. Court has, has set that as the standard of when we can regulate this sort of thing. Viability as in could survive without the mother outside of the mother's womb. As that becomes earlier and earlier, I think you're going. the people who believe that should be the standard are going to have a harder time making justifications for early pregnancy terminations is what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I've always, I always hear the argument in regards to like uh, people who are on, uh, like in you know comas, people who are basically brain dead, right? You know, we have the, you know, we can you know pull the plug on them or whatnot. Yeah. But yet, if you knew 
for an absolute fact that that person who is brain dead hooked up to machines, if you just waited, say, three weeks, and they would be fully functional again. Yeah. Do we not have a moral obligation to give that person those three weeks? Yeah, and it's not, or, in, in that hypothetical, it's not even 5% chance, 10% chance. It's it's yeah. 95% plus that, that, yeah. that that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, like, yeah. So, I mean, as our technology increases and that viability gets pushed earlier and earlier, I, I mean, maybe I'm being optimistic here, but I, I believe that eventually that, uh, the pro-life will win that argument. Yeah. Well, I can't wait till all the statues get torn down of uh, pro-choice <laughs> people. <laughs> That'll be the day. Anyway, uh, last word yeah. if you want it. Uh, no, uh, just thank you both for the, uh, Sandy safe, safe space, uh, you know, you've been doing great work here all these years. Keep it up, oh, well, regardless of, of uh, what YouTube and uh, WikiWiki and all them do. We'll Keep see. It on. She's bringing out the big guns lately. Thanks for tuning in and for calling in. Appreciate it. Yep. Right. Okay. Nate Cloyd is up after that. Nate, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's Hi. on your mind? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> I, uh, I've got a little bit of a delay on the live show here. Um, oh yeah. You'll want to uh, mute the stream for sure. It'll get you confused. <laughs> okay. This is my first time talking to you guys on a live stream. Um, well, welcome. I'm actually here. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to say other than congratulations, blonde on your baby. Thank Matt, you. I love your fence riding. <laughs> They're called principles, man. It's a, right. Yeah. Um, I just really enjoy the show. You guys get me through a lot of my, uh, my homework. I work 60 plus hours a week. Wow. I'm learning how to code since that was a big thing. Learn how to code. Um, and I, it just, I just appreciate you guys. Oh, well, thanks. Are you I going figured to, I'd bring it up to a lighter thing. Sure. Are you going to, uh, to school or are you just like self-teaching or what, what sort of program are you doing? Uh, I'm one of the Indianapolis people, ah. um, that listens to the show. I go to Ivy tech, the Indianapolis people know what that is. Mm -hmm. It's a community college. That sounds um, worthwhile. Well done for not screwing up your college experience. Like all of us did, except for Matt who made right? his was a good idea uh, or something. Yeah. Well, I, it I built this, really, uh, didn't it? <laughs> it's a bygone era. Yeah. I, uh, I try to stay away from politics when I go to school. Yeah. Um, that's very tricky line to, to walk on there. Um, no, I decided to start out with community college cause it's a lot cheaper than going to a four year college so I could transfer. Yes. Yeah, smart. Get those gen eds out of the way. That sort of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I'm just trying, I'm trying to be the first guy in my family, not only to graduate high school, but to also graduate college and make six figures a year. So cool. Ambitious. Good for you. I'm working on number two. Let's see if we can get to number three. Yeah. Good for you, man. What's, uh, I look forward to listening to you guys a lot more <laughs> up through that point. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, what do you want to do with the coding? Do you have an idea or is it just, uh, I mean, there's tons of doors obviously, but do you have something specific in mind? Uh, nothing specific with the coding. Um, they're basically all these coding classes are basically prerequisites for uh, becoming a IT systems admin, which mm -hmm. is what I'm looking to do. Oh, this is so practical. Gosh, I love our listeners so much. I mean, when do people call in and they're like, I'm majoring in uh, women's studies? Like, I've never heard anybody say that. We probably don't awesome. have a big, I have an uh, English degree. Yeah. I'm looking to make six figures a year. 
You better you better <laughs> teach at a very nice school if that's the case. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. All right. Anything else for me before we let you go? Uh, no. Like I said, I just wanted to say that I appreciate you guys. I listen to you guys every Sunday. If I can't listen live, I at least listen at work. And uh, I'm just excited to be. This is my first time being on the Colin show, and I'm excited about it. Well, thanks for calling in, and thanks for tuning in, and uh, good luck with all that ambition of yours. It's very. It, we were just talking about how politics gets so, and just the news cycle gets so depressing. It's also tiresome. Yeah, but uh, I yeah. thank you for lightening things up a bit and and bringing some uh, ambition and some vision for the future into the show. That's much appreciated. Oh, not a problem. Thanks a lot, man. I look forward to listening to you guys in the future. Yeah, thank good you. luck. Bye. Man, ambition outside of the news and politics. That's, that's what I need. I need a goal. I need things to do that don't, <laughs> that don't involve this crap. Mm. That's probably what's missing out of my life right now. Oh, man. You know what would solve that? What? A baby. What, you know what would be a prerequisite to that? Getting married and nah, there's a it. whole bunch of fuckery afoot. Trying to trying to make us wear masks at our wedding and all this nonsense. Like I'm, I'm starting. You don't look pregnant for about four months, so I'm starting to sweat, dude. I'm starting to sweat about all this, uh, all the coronavirus crap, and whether or not we're going to have to delay the wedding. And if we delay the wedding, that delays parenthood. It's going to be a whole mess. Yeah, I'm not even RSVPing until I hear up because I'm like, what's the point? Yeah, I mean, it's a, I'll know more later. It's a it's a whole mess, you know, and that's the thing. I got to give our guests plenty of time. And anyway, not that everybody wants to hear about wedding uh, complications. Secret link. You there? Uh, Yes. Can you hear me? Yep. What's on your mind? Uh, Trader Roberts. John Roberts? Yes. What did he do this time? Uh, did you hear about the Nevada case? No. Uh, about the church? Nope. You'll have to fill me in. Oh, geez. Um, okay. There was a church in Nevada. The governor made it a rule that certain businesses couldn't open unless they took certain precautions and opened to about 50% of their capacity. Okay. But then he also made an arbitrary rule for a lot of churches um, to be only limited to 50, even if their capacity was above 50 people. Okay. So, so a church in Nevada, you know, filed an injunction to saying, Hey, that's not fair. We're t- taking all the same precautions and our capacity for our building is above 50 people, but you still are, uh, against us here. And the Supreme court, uh, basically agreed with the governor of Nevada in a five to four decision. And it was Roberts. Did he write the decision yeah. or, or was he just, no, uh, he didn't have to, because it was an injunction. He didn't have to say anything. They just denied it. Oh, I uh, see. Yeah. Dissent- yeah. Okay. The dissenters, uh, were able to, uh, write their opinions. And, uh, I think Alita was particularly scathing. When did this, uh, when did, when was this decision announced? Oh, like it was like last week. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I, I just didn't see any coverage of it. Yeah. But uh, that. Oof. So d- I, do we know what the reasoning of the lower court was? If I understand you correctly, they just punted back to the lower court or let the lower court uh, decision stand because they opted not to hear it. Is that accurate? So. Uh, I don't know if it was they, that they punched or they just denied the motion. Yeah, yeah. So they just didn't they didn't hear it, and the lower court decision stands essentially, right? 
I think that's what. So I do we do we know what the lower court said? Presumably that it wasn't like a they didn't single out religion or something like that. That it was a rule that applied to everybody. I would guess, but I don't know. Uh, but they were singling out a religion because the uh, the part of the problem was that casinos were open at fifty okay. percent capacity. Yeah. And they were, but they, the church was taking the same precautions, but they were saying, no, you can't do that church. Hmm. Okay. I, yeah, I'd be interested to read the decision. I just don't know anything about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you should read, uh, Gorshitz had a paragraph, paragraph <laughs> dissent where he, he just basically, it was, it was kind of a more polite way of saying, what are you guys doing here? Uh, with his dissent where he was like, he, he didn't understand why they made that decision. Well, maybe what he was doing five seconds ago with the um, with the uh, equal rights uh, or the, the Civil Rights Act uh, case where they ruled that um, that it applies to LGBT protections. Maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe it was a very Gorsuch esque type decision. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I need to come back from Neil, man. I, I thought Neil was going to be solid and then he really. Well, he he had one terrible decision this last uh, this last round. So hopefully he has he has some sort of comeback in him. But yeah, I'm surprised more people haven't heard about this. No, it's news to me. It. And if it's uh, if it's religious discrimination, that's something we should be hearing about. Should we talk about it on Sunday? I'll have to look it up. I just uh, I just don't know anything about it. Any uh, any last words before we let you go? Uh, do you think they'll ever impeach anybody on the Supreme Court? Oh, man, I think it'd have to be so I could see it happening for something egregious, like uh, some sort of uncovered criminal scandal. But yeah. are you talking impeach just for like uh, just being a bad judge? Yeah, uh, no, no, highly unlikely. I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, OK, well, thanks for taking my call. Is that your hope for Roberts, by the way? Is that what you're... it's not going to happen to Roberts? He has too oh, much. Well, I wish he was all all five of those people. But well, Roberts has. Roberts has a lot of admiration among a lot of people, which is totally backwards. Roberts should be loathed by all because Roberts is the worst of all types. He's not a man of principle, at least with a man of, of principle with principles with which you disagree. You can respect the principles. Roberts is just, I have to uphold the integrity of the court by upholding its past precedent, even if the president's yeah. bullshit. Which Nonsense. makes him totally inconsistent and unpredictable. Yes. Roberts disagrees with Roberts. If the court, Makes Roberts disagree with Roberts. Nonsense. <sighs> anyway, thank you, man. I'll have to check it out. Appreciate the uh, intel. Yep. Have a good night. You too. Magic Sky Fairy up after that. Mr. Sky Fairy, you there? Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yep, loud yeah. and clear. What's on your mind? Super. Um, well, I've called in in the past because I was still having debates with leftists. Right. And I have now just come to the determination that that is a complete fool's errand. <laughs> uh, there's just no information you can provide them that will change their minds. Really? Okay. Uh, what were your, what were your latest attempts? What sort of topics? Well, you know, I used to do it on social media until I got banned off everything. Um, 
the last straw for me is I used the word tranny on a Facebook post and I got a 30 day ban. And I was just like, all right, like I can't even communicate on this. That's platform. merely an abbreviation of what they call themselves. This is preposterous. Well, we use it in so many other, like somebody called me on it once and uh, I, I was just like, well, we do this for so many, like grandmother, granny, Timothy, Timmy, like, but all of a sudden it comes to this group <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden, oh, that's hateful and bigoted. Like, okay. Like you're putting yeah. them on a pedestal. And trying to give them this certain amount of like shielding and special renownedness or whatever for no reason. But anyway, the, the specific context that I was talking about, um, if you go to any comment section, I don't care if it's um, Stephen Colbert or, you know, CNN, Washington Post, whatever. But just like the stuff that seems fairly obvious to me, like it is bad to, you know, toss explosives at a federal courthouse. Sure. Um, they still see nuance in that, though. And <laughs> I've so, noticed. Like, I, yeah. So I watched this, like, you know, the bar thing, the AG bar thing, and just out of curiosity, like, okay, this seemed, like, pretty black and white, like, these Democrats are terrible people. I think that this is going to be for anybody who watches it. But of course, nobody's actually going to watch the whole thing. What's going to happen is all these Democrats that are, you know, scathing or whatever, they'll be like, Democrat number one owns or destroys or whatever, you know, racist AG bar with, you know, devastating testimony or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's the snippet that'll get put on there. And then you'll get the slay queen, you know, like all the comments. Yeah. Um, so sure enough, I go in the comment sections of these videos and I'm like, okay, what, what are, you know, leftists saying? And sure enough, it's all the stuff you expect. Like, uh, yeah, you know, Republicans are disgusting. You know, this is, uh, you know, we're literally seeing fascism. Uh, what happened when Hitler was rising, whatever you're doing right now, that's what you'd be doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and this kind of rhetoric. Yeah. So all I'm saying is I used to try to engage with these people. And now it's just like, it's impossible, man. Like I just, the, the, the most egregious thing to me was when this Asian lady, I think it was Asian or whatever it was. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. She had, or Indian Asian, whatever it was. She was talking about how there was white supremacists that were storming the courthouse with swastikas. <laughs> was this the rep uh, from I Washington? I forget her name, but whatever her name was, she yeah. had some weird name. Yeah, and she was saying that. How come you're, you know, using this federal force against uh, people who are politically opponents, but when it's right wing Nazis attacking the courthouse? And I was just like attacking the courthouse. Like I would love to see that footage. Like it never happened. The... She said that they had swastikas on them. The people in Michigan never had swastikas. Also, it was the Michigan State House. Okay, Michigan State authorities handle that, not the feds. Why would Bill Barr go bring in the feds to protect the Michigan State House? It wasn't Gretchen Whitmer that was saying. Yeah, well, that's the, so the swastika that she might. That, she might be referring to is when somebody had the hail Whitmer thing. Yeah, they were making fun um, of Gretchen right. Whitmer. Yeah. They weren't saying no, I know, I'm pro Nazi. Yeah, but if we were doing a Snopes, like was it true or wasn't it? They would yeah. say like fact check true. There was a swastika there was, at the yeah. rally. Yeah, and completely ignore the context. And it's sort of like, like that's the other thing is that they just keep distorting context. Well, like, that's remember that's the. I... Um, the, Sorry, the one guy saying Trump retweeted something of a guy saying, "Oh yeah, well that's us, white power, white power," like yeah, sarcastically. Yeah. Um, how many blue check marks retweet that as, oh, Trump has retweeted somebody saying white power. Now we, the mask is off. He has gone full white supremacist. And it's, and then you watch the video and you're like, dude, no, that's a guy mocking yeah. this idiot leftist. Yeah. What are you talking about? You are completely, did, did you even watch it? But they don't care. And that's the thing. There's no information you can present them that will change their mind. Well, well that's, that's why I'm always telling people they should just accept this label of white supremacists. My brother was hanging <laughs> Once out we with all friends. Are, it doesn't matter, yeah. I know, it doesn't matter. My brother was hanging out with friends that have known me my whole life, grew up on my street. This was like two weeks ago. 
And they were like, oh, we hear your sister's a white supremacist now. It's like, you've known, <laughs> you've known me my entire life, like my whole life. And, and you're just going to be like, oh, I guess I guess she's a white supremacist. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. People that know you, as soon as they catch whiff of this, they're going to be like, oh, she is socially toxic. Fuck this. Um, and so you just have to be like, yeah, fine. I, I don't care. I'm not defending myself anymore. I don't yeah. want to do it. I'm too tired. You got me. I'm a Nazi. What's next? You got me. Well, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> I have a job and it's, you know, at a at one of the big five Canadian banks and they're all all on board with this. Like, they're sending out emails to me like, hey, good news, everyone. We're going to have, uh, you know, the following guarantees on our proportion black hiring practices. And they already did that for women too. Like, oh, we're going to be more inclusive and diverse, which is like, I'm supposed to be so thrilled that they're explicitly telling me they're going to discriminate against me based on my race and gender. <laughs> yeah, like, really? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, Thanks, thank guys. you. Yeah. Thank you. I know. <laughs> that's what so kind of pussy Thanks, man guys. is like, oh, that's fantastic. I can't wait to be marginalized more. Like, find your <laughs> well, balls. I mean, I guess I don't have my balls in the sense that what can I do about it? Like, I haven't done anything about it what, what the fact that it pisses you off is enough for me yeah but it probably even the people that are probably saying oh that's so great i love this they're probably pissed off too on the inside but you know like well i don't want to be a bigot and i guess there was slavery so like i don't know i i just Gross. i can't talk to these people anymore hmm. like i just i can't have a conversation with them about it yeah well that's the thing but even like normies that seem super nice i remember I, I was talking with the guy at the dog park and this problem happened where he was like oh well the problem is on the right now you know you've got a lot of hate speech uh and uh yeah. you know fox news has spread so much in misinformation that we kind of need measures to keep them at bay and i was just like are you a fucking re like i didn't say it <laughs> we, but we, i was just like we gotta let you go how man, do i talk but, uh, to you but yes, it's yeah, okay. time to tell people that they're fucking retarded. Like now is the time yeah. to, when you, when a stranger says that to you and it's like a, a low cost relationship. If you lose it, it doesn't really mean anything to you. It's time to be I like, know. you know, Even, hate speech Canada, is everywhere. free speech. You moron. Hate speech. I'm is so sick of it. I, I just have to watch it blow over. I can't do anything. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> good, good uh, luck, thanks, man. Guys. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Okay. I think I skipped stealth Hispanic. I got to hop in and grab stealth Hispanic. Stealth Hispanic, you there? Oh, hey. Sorry, I think I skipped over you accidentally, but uh, you're good to go if you're ready. How stealth are you? How Hispanic you must have been very stealthy. I, I am. I am very hard to see. Uh, everyone assumes that I'm white, but I'm Puerto Rican. Mm. So oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm only I'm only Puerto Rican when white people need something done, and only white when I when I disagree with 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 people who are white. <laughs> very convenient. What do you mean when, when you like they need a faucet fixed or what what kind of thing done? Uh, whatever you, you need done. I'm, I'm, I, I do everything. It's kind of annoying. It's <laughs> <laughs> like true, true to my name. Very Hispanic. Mm. You need something fixed. I got you. You need something delivered. I got you. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've, I've got two, two choices here. I'm hoping it's, it's a white pill for you guys. Uh, either what's going on in, in academia with the zoom stuff or the suburban, uh, my suburban area and how, how it's changing, uh, due to the riots in New Jersey. Or the riots in, in in New York City, I should say. Excuse me. You think I'm I'm kind of interested in uh, this like remote learning, how college is going to be conducted on Zoom type stuff. But if you want to talk suburbia's destruction, what do you think, Blonde? Yeah, agree. Actually, it's it's suburbia's revival. Suburbia's most oh, revival. Well, um, oh, yeah. that actually sounds like more of a white pill. Actually, all right, yeah, yeah let's uh, let's go with that. Let's go with that. All right, so so. Of course, you guys know the Black Lives Matter stuff was going on, and before that, we had those those "Hate doesn't live here" signs. Yeah, and those used those used to be all over my neighborhood, like all over, like every every like fourth house. And now, one. hate happily lives there. We'll, uh, we'll be no, done when now, those signs are out. Now there are tons of Blue Lives Matter flags. Good. There's tons wow. of 
of Trump signs. Mm-hmm. There's there's American flags everywhere. I'm looking around. I'm going. Everyone got red pilled really fast in the last month, and I don't I don't know exactly what happened. I think people were probably paying attention to Portland, to yeah. New York City, because everyone here in 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 this little town, a lot of us work in New York City. A lot of us haven't gone back to New York City. Uh, it's the protest, one, yeah. One part is is the protest. The other, the other part is is COVID, but. Because of, of the protests, not even my, my boss is walking into the office anymore. He hasn't he hasn't shown up in like a month. Mm. He's just like I'm I'm working from home. If you guys want want to work from home, work from home. Everything will be forwarded to your your house phone. And mm. I'm watching this, and everyone has begun stop wearing their masks outside or or when they're they're driving. They've started having barbecues in the backyard, inviting people over. Everyone's starting to normalize. And it's very interesting to watch because everyone's finally seeing what I'm seeing, which is a lot of this stuff is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's reassuring. So there, there is people who are waking up, I guess, waking up are, are oh, for sure. seeing it, what's, what's going on. It is on. amazing. You mentioned, I've noticed it in my neighborhood too. I've long flown an American flag outside my house just cause I, I want to, but I didn't really consider it that much of a political statement in the past. I've since shifted to a Betsy Ross flag to signal really? how racist I am since Ever since I've actually had a Betsy Ross flag outside ever since the Kaepernick crap where the Betsy nice. Ross flag became racist. So how I, many people have you lynched today? Uh, not, not enough to justify the flag, I guess. <laughs> but I have noticed over time there are more American flags in the neighborhood. And that's a good sign. But the downside of that is I now take that as a sign. Like, that's a good sign. I like to see that. But that shouldn't really be a political statement. To me, it is now. And I see, okay, that's a sane person who lives in that house. At least I know that's a Pretty sane yeah. person. They're behind the times, though, believing that America's going to make it. It's so 2016. It's like, <laughs> we need to be on a different plane here where we're talking about oh, I, They I, need an I, igloo I, and yeah. Hawaiian stripes on their flag, basically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I completely agree. But, but the fact that I'm seeing this happen in, 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 uh, in New Jersey, it's, it's just a shock. It's just that's a true. shock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can I ask, are you in Southern Jersey or Northern? Uh, Jersey? No, I am. I'm in Northern Jersey. Holy hmm. shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So like, I'm, I am shocked out of, out of my mind. I was not because you now so Southern Jersey can get a little rednecky. So up, up here, everyone's a yuppie. So I'm like, wow, everyone's, uh, everyone's swallowing that red pill pretty easily. Well, that's good to hear, yeah. man. Keep them sane out there. Yeah. And thanks for calling right, in. No problem. Thank you. Okay. We need to take a break. Imagine that. I don't hear the baby crying, so let's cruise through couple and then I'll take my on, seven. Um, okay, a couple over on DLive. Uh, Wong Jong says, blonde is handsome as Matt, and Matt is beautiful. Eggro. I don't know what the eggro is, but... <laughs> I do have some masculine features. That's what you're <laughs> That's a compliment. I have giant hands. Big, big man hands. I guess I, I guess I haven't noticed. Uh, and you've got some dainty features. Not, not really. Not really. I'm, I'm just messing with you. Um... I don't know if I could read this one. It's a commentary <laughs> on the. Mm, mm, it's critical of aforementioned trannies and commies, but in a way oh. that I think Susan will will not be happy with. I appreciate what? appreciate the show. Uh, appreciate the support for the show, Jimmy. He also says, um, I don't know. I don't know if this is a hate statistic, but I think I can read this one. I don't know if it's true or not. It says LGBT two percent of the population, but forty percent of the pedos caught. I. I'm, uh, Wait, what? The, that's the claim. LGBT is 2% of the population, 40% of pedos caught. Oh, I don't know if that's, that's true. true. Is it true? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Gay men are amongst the most prolific 
pedophiles. Trannies are pretty bad too. Really? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I, those are the sorts of, of things that it's very difficult to find good quality data on too, because that's usually suppressed right. in an academic setting. Do you remember when we were trying to find the information on the uh, lesbian domestic abuse? Yeah, you, you can't. Can't find it anywhere. Cannot find it anywhere. Yeah, it's uh, th- these sorts of things are, are are basically stifled in academia. Anyway, uh, let's see. Are you good on YouTube? I'll see what's going on on Streamlabs. No, we got lots of on YouTube. Hold and Mulray, two notes. Hi, Truth Seekers. Either HCQ plus ZN plus ABX works or not i don't know those are the uh the the corona drugs hydroxychloroquine zinc and there's another one okay if not what is the harm in hoping or trying if yes what is harm in not trying seems to me the risk profile is one way what am i missing god bless i mean i don't know all drugs have side effects but that's not to say that i was watching tucker and then the dude that's always on tucker was talking about how hydroxychloroquine doesn't work um before the onset of major symptoms so you, you can't use it preventively hmm. and you can't use it like right in the beginning. You've got to be like deep in the balls of COVID yeah. before you can, before you can use it. Well, and fundamentally, it's, even if it, even if it does have downsides, even if it's not effective, whose decisions should these be? Should they be the, the consumer, the person who's actually afflicted with this illness and the doctor who's taking care of that person? Or should it be a whole bureaucracy within the federal government and all the Democrats and their entire media complex who should make those decisions? I think that's yeah. an easy answer, but for some reason we're treating this as controversial. Um, he also said a hermeneutic. Am I saying that incorrectly? Hermeneutic? Hermeneutic? I don't know. Um, how, how we approach what we read may seem weird, but something God's word can't be understood by layman or endure critical thought. Don't buy it. Love you guys. Consider Acts 17. I just don't um, know. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, that one's new to me. Sorry, I can't uh, opine on it. I can't. Uh, Bill Biz. Heading in Bainbridge Island, Seattle's still going crazy. Police weapons recovery from protesters look like a third world country and city council still pushing to defund. I know Bainbridge is so lovely. So is Orca Island. All those islands are so beautiful. Puget Sound or what? Yeah, all in Puget Sound. But it's like these leftists, not you, Bill Biz. I'm talking about other people. Um, They rich leftists like retreat to these places. And then they're like, oh, it's it's not so bad in Seattle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, what do you, you don't, you're, you're not living there right now. Yeah. Um, I'm not criticizing you. I mean, I understand if I lived, if I still lived in downtown Seattle, my old apartment, like three blocks from Chaz. Um, you probably would have had a Las Vegas setup by now. I would think from, for from real, that high rise, high rise, from apartment, the high rise apartment, yeah. I'd just be picking people off. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just can't even imagine how mad I would be all the time. And it would also, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would have had to go live with my parents in Gig Harbor or something like that. Yeah. Weren't you like um, immediate proximity to Chaz or, or very close? I was three blocks away. Yeah. Oh man, you would have been going nuts. Mm-hmm. Thank God I moved to North Idaho. Jeez. Um, Harvey Prentice, uh, two notes. The first one came through without anything, Harvey. So if you want that money back, just give us a, a holler. And the second one says, hockey is back. Watch that instead of those commie sports. There's no gay kneeling during anthems. They'll get hockey. They'll get it. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I Listen, I want sports entertainment that's just sports. Maybe hockey is the place. I've never taken the time to learn hockey. I sent Are you that. talk clip. about what you sent me? Yeah. I got to play it on Sunday. If people didn't see, uh, yesterday night was the Minnesota Twins opener. And they... at. 
this is the thing I didn't tell you. It was at exactly 8.46 p.m. They waited till 8.46 p.m. because 8 minutes, 46 seconds of kneeling. They stopped the me. baseball game between the Twins and the Cardinals to have a moment of silence to honor George Floyd. The Cardinals were involved in this? Yeah. Were they doing the same thing? They, oh, they all did. They all did. They oh. all had, had a, they all put their hands over their hearts or took off their caps for a moment of silence for George Floyd. And they unveiled like this Black Lives Matter banner out in the outfield on the outfield wall and a George Floyd mural as well, which is just insane. Like we can talk about whether what happened to him is just or not. This guy was a serious criminal and was in the process of driving away on meth. But yeah. we don't have to honor him as and a saint. Fentanyl. Like that's a he's not a right. saint. We can say what happened to him is unjust, but I'm not going to honor Saint George Floyd. No way. No, I'm not doing that either. No. I heard, I don't know if this is true. Is this true live chat that one of his crimes was that um he pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's belly and then robbed her? I've heard the gun true? pointing repeatedly, but I don't I've not verified that myself. I don't know if that's true. I'm pretty sure I just read it on Twitter, so it might be totally. False. Yeah. Um, however, the whole the whole baseball thing was totally worth it because in that mural, he has this dumbass look on his face. It just <laughs> captures George Floyd's stupid face perfectly. Um, I'm disappointed to hear that the Cardinals were involved in that. It's yeah. like all St. Louis has anymore. Yeah, it was the Cardinals at the Twins last night. And uh yeah, and I, of course, I'm wondering, where's the moment of silence for the multiple city blocks that were burned? Where's the moment of silence for the body that was found in the charred pawn shop last week? Where's that yeah. moment of silence? I know. And it's, ooh, one city united for change. Well, George Floyd was murdered in Minneapolis by your narrative. Well, so where's the change? When's the change? What's the change? You guys yeah. did this by your own stupid narrative. Just shut the oh. hell up and play baseball. Fake news. Um, I got it. I got it. The opposite. Hydrochloroquine works early and prophylactically. It doesn't work after the onset of symptoms. Say, take what I said, reverse it. And that's what I'm well, all I know is, uh, as I learned in the video clip that I can't play is that it's a 100% cure for sure. Foolproof cures foolproof. not just coronavirus, 100%. everything, Susan. everything. It's just a panacea. You, you got acne, Cancer, hydroxychloroquine. Diabetes. Mass quantities too. Like you can't, you can't yeah. even OD on this stuff. Just no, just take it, take all of it. Put a brick and into your smoothie and blend of it your up. Fish cleaner, yeah, just take it all. Yeah. Um, e Coria says Roosh V banned. It's smart that you balance your content across domains. By the way, Yahoo News shut down all comments. Guess they couldn't stop people from wrong things. <laughs> Fucking pathetic. Roosh V is also banned on Twitter. Or oh, one of my lights just went out. Sorry about that. Um. <laughs> It's like, what the hell? It doesn't look so bad. Uh, well, you guys might just have to deal with dark me for the rest of the night. <laughs> One of my lights over there went out, but I do have a replacement bulb, but I'm not going to get up and do that. Um, that's really upsetting if he's also been banned on Twitter. Um, I guess now is a good time for me to tell people that Roosh V is going to be on Motherland probably this upcoming week. I know it seems like a weird thing to get Roosh V on a show about motherhood, but I actually think it would be a really good tie-in. When we started talking about who we were going to have on the show before we started the channel, he was one of the first people uh, that we thought about. So hmm. that is upcoming interview. I'll do one more. Laurel says, screw the masks. Have your wedding your way. Getting arrested at your wedding if you need to, but do it your way. If you get arrested, you will be legendary amongst the YouTubers. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? I suppose that's true. I mean, the spot is out in an unincorporated rural part of a rural county. It's way out there. So it's not going to be the sheriff who's doing it. It's the question of, is the venue going to give me a huge hassle about this or not? And I worry that they will because 
it's their ass on the line with the state, not necessarily mine. Maybe I could work out an agreement with them that like, listen, if the cops show up, I'll take it. I'll take any and all fines, any and all. I don't know. I'll have to figure something out like that. Because yeah, I'm not oh, wearing I love a mask. Those wedding photos. I am not having masks in my wedding photos. Absolutely not. That's asinine. Absolutely not. Anyway. Um. Okay. Uh, I just had one over on Streamlabs real quick. Uh, Smiling Archer. Smiling Archer says, if you're going to say that the religious texts don't have literal truth, you should have a conversation with David Wood or his friend uh, Michael Jones of Inspiring Philosophy on the literal truth of the resurrection of Jesus. I mean, I don't know that I've ever said that definitively. I just don't. I don't know. I'm certainly not a a historical expert on the crucifixion or the uh, the claim of resurrection of Jesus. I, I just don't know that much. It's not an area of history that I've ever studied. So I don't, I don't really make definitive claims about that sort of thing. But uh, I appreciate the, the references. Thank you for that. I think your light kind of looks better. Uh, it's very dark on this side now. If you want, like, yeah. very moody me. But the other thing is you're looking at moody a different Matt. camera that has totally... Oh, that's right. It's... um. That would self-adjust. The camera that's feeding the stream does not adjust. It's sort of fixed. So, yeah. it, you know, I'm still I'm still on camera. I'm still visible, but it's just much darker. Very shadowy. That's cool. It's, it'll set the mood. The, the, the camera you get is really bad looking anyway. So that's a that's an old Thanks. ass camera from like late 2000s or something like that. OK, back into the callers. Uh this live in La Vida Mocha. That's a good name. <gasps> what? Laurel said she looked up the criminal complaint, and that's true about George Floyd. That he so it wasn't just gunpoint. He also robbed. He robbed a pregnant woman at. He held the gun to her stomach and then robbed her. Moment what a piece of, of shit! Silence. I don't care. This dude's dead. Yeah, let's all riot and burn down cities because somebody that nobody gives a shit about is dead. Cool. Awesome. Mister Mocha, you there? Or miss, I should. Uh, yeah, hello. What's up? Um, hello, yeah. Uh, I want to say uh, thanks to both you and Matt. Um, it's just uh, really refreshing to like you know have uh, open conversations and especially like about uh, things that can't be said these days. You know, <laughs> um, our days are numbered. Yeah, I'm surprised we've survived <laughs> as long as we have, but we toe the line. What's uh, you got? Yeah. You got something spicy for us or what? Um, not too spicy. Like, um, long time listener and kind of uh, first time calling in. Like, I've, I've tried to get on before, but like, always missed it by like one or two people. I was like, ah, oh, darn it. Unlucky. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome. Yeah. That's all right. Well, thank you. Um, well, uh, I guess a little bit about myself. Um, I'm kind of center right. So, uh, uh, but I also live in Canada. So I'm essentially the Indian Hitler here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a high school teacher. I, I do math and science. Mm. Um, and uh, it's it's interesting, like, because um, the reason why, like, I guess I, uh, SJW kind of rhetoric kind of spreads really quickly in high schools and, let's say, in universities is because um, teachers that promote critical thinking never start with the conclusion, right? Uh, yeah. We kind of build up off of evidence and then we kind of get the kids to think for themselves. And we never really say if they're right or wrong because we want them to kind of eventually form their own ideas, you know? Uh, we don't want to teach them what to think. It's more so about how. And it sucks that like a lot of English and history teachers, like, uh, they're kind of completely opposite, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, have yeah. you, you've sort of observed this in your teaching then you, you see other people yeah, doing that? Yeah. Like, um, um, well it's, it, well in Canada, it's pretty, pretty bad. Like even in math and science, they kind of want us to incorporate like, uh, things that are not really relevant. Um, it, things like, you know, you have to include, 
uh, contributions by women or let's say by um, uh, people who are not, let's say, white. Um, and you know what? Like sometimes they, they come in naturally, right? You, you have like, let's say, uh, certain famous mathematicians who fit that category. Sure. But they want you to go above and beyond that. Like we're like to the point where like you, you're bringing up irrelevant people. Um, it's anyways, no, but right. like it's not so bad in math and science, but like I definitely know in history and uh, English for sure. Um, it's kind of bad. Anyways, um, a little bit about like I, I guess something interesting happened a couple of weeks back. Um, uh, like I said, I'm in Canada, right? Like, um, so just a little story here. Uh, I was just take, about to take a shower at night. Uh, and all I hear outside my house is like a loud bang. Uh, I look outside my, my window. Uh, I'm, I'm upstairs at the moment in the bathroom and I see my car is just, uh, in pieces all over my driveway. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, I run downstairs, uh, push back my, by, push by my sister and my dad who were on the way downstairs as well. Cause we all heard that loud bang. And then we, Look at our car. It's destroyed, completely totaled. And a couple um, driveways down, a couple houses down, the, there's the car that has collided, not, with, not only with ours, but it hit another one. It's come to rest. Mm. And I'm like, holy shit, hopefully the guy's okay. Uh, we run up and like uh, the guy is just kind of like lost. He's kind of out of it. We say, hey, man, are you okay? You're right. Um, and he doesn't respond. He's just kind of looking in his car. And then uh, two seconds later, he fucking pulls. Oh, oops! Uh, sorry, he pulls out a gun. You can swear uh, on the show; it's okay. <laughs> uh, he pulls out a gun, and then like me and my dad were like, "Oh, oh man! Like uh, we don't know what to do." We kind of just back off. Uh, he he runs away. Um, we call the cops. You know, they come in like you know, fifteen minutes later, hmm. whatever. Um, and guess what? Uh, because we live in Canada, uh, they have to send the SWAT team, canine unit, and there was a helicopter going on for about six hours. Uh, what a waste of we, money. That's what I was, again, I was just going to say, you know, that's taxpayer money. Imagine, like, and this is what I dream about. If, if we had just one gun, you know how much time and money would have been saved? It's, I don't know. It's just really I know, right? I'm surprised they yeah. didn't send in two female social workers. <laughs> right. Because, like, yeah, he, uh, he needed a mental health kind of support uh, at that moment. Mm. Yeah, it seemed so. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Well, stay safe up yeah. there up north, man. That sounds like you've got a yeah, lot of craziness thanks. going on. Mm -hmm. um anyway so just like uh, the last kind of thing i want to mention was this um i guess um it's kind of weird because uh teachers are unionized and you know what uh, i don't like unions for the most part but sure they do they do play a role and like i kind of recognize that uh but uh ever since the george floyd thing happened um like it was not even a day later we live in canada like they and they sent out an email saying how uh they are disappointed like my union sends uh out all the members um email saying that they're disappointed that this like blatantly racist thing happened First in of all, another like, country know, <laughs> yeah. in another country yeah. and we need to be better and uh, i don't know what to do because like um on the one hand i need my union on the other hand i can't look to them for support regarding me expressing my own opinion so i'm a load of a bind anyways oh, um man lay low i guess i guess so um yeah well thanks so much for hearing me out um Get uh, get a narwhal tusk for next time. That's how the British handle yeah. that kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. I think those yeah. are brandish it around. Yeah, based. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, um, man. Yeah, thanks. Have thanks a good both night. of you. Appreciate it. You too. So when he said that, I I forgot about this. When you Google American inventor, it's even worse than it used to be. First of all, it's all black dudes, like George Washington Carver or something. The first thing that comes up on Google when you Google American inventor is see. a biography of granville t woods 
And in said biography, they strongly suggest that Thomas Edison uh, took all of his work and was not the originator. Because oh, there's a show called American Inventor or something. Is that why? Well, I don't know. I That's mean, what it looks like the first thing that comes up is biography of Granville T. Woods. That's not related. And then the next one is biography of Elijah McCoy. Hmm. And then the next one is Garrett something or another. It's all black people I've never heard of. Oh, I scroll down like halfway down the page and I see Ben Franklin, though. He's oh, still imagine there. that. He's still in there. He's uh, still allowed. I don't see anything about Thomas Edison. Do you? Uh, what I get is this. I googled American inventor, no quotes or anything, and it comes up with a reality TV show that is about, it says Go aspiring Edison's. Aspiring Edison's. It's a reality show about people's inventions, basically. When you go to images, yeah, Granville T. Woods, okay. Elijah McCoy, Garrett something. Um, yeah, Alexander Miles. Who the fuck are these people? Yeah, not a lot of. I'm names supposed to that believe that that Thomas Edison ripped off some unknown black dude because like white people just don't have the brain power to invent all the stuff that we did. Well, Eli Whitney is way down here too. This is outrageous. Okay. All right. And then there's Ben Franklin halfway down the page again. Yeah. Lewis Latimer. Who the, who the fuck is that? Hmm. All right. We're, we're behind on calls. We got to get back at it. Batman, you're up next, but uh, maybe Batman had to take off. I don't see him hanging out. Batman, if you uh, if you can hear me, hop into the uh, waiting rooms and I'll see if I can get you into uh, one of the next call slots. Damien is up after that. Although I don't see Damien either. So if you guys are waiting, oh. be sure to hop into the waiting room and I'll, I'll grab you. Hales is up after that. What are you what are you shocked about? Somebody in the live chat told me to Google white women vacations and it's just all white chicks banging black dudes. <laughs> Batman did hop in. Uh Batman, you're good to go if you're ready. All right. Hey, sorry about that. I totally forgot to jump into the um No problem. Into the room, so um so I'm uh, basically here at Red Falcor's request today. Uh, he wanted to ask you guys if you uh, you had ever thought about teaching, uh, based on the <laughs> skill sets that you guys have, and you know the the voices that you've got, and and if not, why not? Like teaching in a conventional setting? No, probably not. I don't think that's what he meant. But teaching in maybe your own way, I suspect. I did have a series called Skipped in School where I talked about obscure historical events that everybody should know about but nobody learned about in school i only got through like four episodes but um yeah i totally i mean that's what my whole youtube channel was about it was about mm -hmm. teaching so that's true but i wouldn't be able to do it in a conventional sense because the first thing that comes up when you google me is that i'm an avowed white supremacist <laughs> so you know i somehow I someone linked me on twitter today i somehow i got looped into your rational wiki about how you're like a white supremacist or whatever that. and yeah. i'm a trumpist but you don't have your own i'm a you don't have your own article. they just described me as a trumpist and i don't even get my own article yeah what the hell that's more depressing than <laughs> them slandering you outright that's bullshit man i always get it's shafted by you it's the closest you will ever get to your hit, I piece. Know. Matt, hit piece, Matt. I, I'm sorry. I get included in someone else's <laughs> hit piece, and, and the best they can do is Trumpist. Trumpist. No. My God. Anyway, um, I did, um, actually, right after college, I, I substitute taught at my old high school for like four days. That was the only conventional mm. teaching experience I had. But it was kind of interesting. Really? I got to do the Great Gatsby. I, I taught an English class. Um, but it was sort of weird because I was 22 and it was juniors and seniors who were like 17 and 18 at my old yeah. high school. So I was 
borderline one of them. Not quite. That's true. Yeah. But uh, so but I took it seriously. You, you know, I, I wore a tie. I wore, you know, I, I wanted to differentiate from them. I wanted to be Aww. I wanted to be Mr. Christensen, you know, that's cute. So that was kind of fun. I, I could do it for people who want to learn. You know, I, I enjoy having Socratic method type discussions and, and really getting at really getting people to think about why they think what they do or why they believe what they do. Right. However, I don't know that I would do well with, you know, like a public school setting where it's just people who want to be there or who, who are, who, who have yeah. to be there okay. as opposed to want yeah. to be there is what I mean. I don't, I don't know that that would work for me. If it was a group of 20 people who really want to think critically, I'm sure it'd be great fun. In fact, I think, I don't know. A lot of this, this show is sort of like that. It's not teaching, but what are we doing? We're all just fleshing out ideas together. That's really it. That's true. True enough. So in a way you kind of both have already. Yeah. I mean, I certainly wouldn't say that this channel or this show is teaching, but I would say that it is related to the, to the way in which I would want to teach, which is really just asking questions about ideas and trying to figure them out. That's true. Yeah. And in this climate, if you aren't, actively indoctrinating somebody and sending them in the entirely wrong direction from intelligence, then you really are doing a better job than any kind of public school you'd be sending your kids to, aren't you? Or God help us in a university. And certainly um, any public school setting is going to require that you stick to a, um, uh, a, a sanctioned curriculum that is approved by whatever board of, of social justice bullshit that they push nowadays. Of course. All right. Well, anything else before we let you go? That's about it. Um, except for uh, Blonde, I have consistently forgotten to congratulate you on the birth because thank you uh, so much. <laughs> I am yeah. a jackass. Oh so, no! Uh, <laughs> Not at all. All right. I got. All um, I, got. I was going to let you know. See, I got an email the other day. Someone said you need to hire that Batman guy to do voiceover work for you. So I thought, yeah, well, seriously. Well, if we ever do That's a new so intro or something, maybe, maybe we can work together. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I'm trained as voice actor too. Well, huh. um, eventually, you know, I like I like I was saying, the show intro to me is it's the same one it's always been. So it is very 2016 to me, and there's a big part of me that would like to update it. However, I also know how mad people get with changes. I would say that um, come 2020 or come the election, I mean, 2020 election here, maybe there'll be an opportunity to change because. All of our, our little sound bits are 2016. You got Trump, make America great again, all that stuff in the intro. And let's say Biden wins or there's some major change in the election. That to me seems like a time to maybe make those sorts of switches where the old intro doesn't really apply as yeah. much anymore. So uh, seriously, I may be in touch if you're interested. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that does seem uh, that does seem like a reasonable time to change it. Yeah. I remember the last time that you changed it, actually, and there was a uh, mixed reaction to it. So I understand. I've, your I, I haven't changed the main show, but like I had to change the call in show slightly. Yeah, yeah, barely, I mean. barely. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, man. All right. Have a good one. You as well. Bye. Okay. Damien is up at that. Damien, you there? Hey. Hi. Uh, quick uh, PSA for anyone who ever uh, calls in. I like figured this out, but if you're like watching on YouTube, speed up the video to like 2x speed, and that makes sure that you're like caught up 
oh. as close as possible to live while you're like watching. Cause That's like a, a lot of, a lot of times I'm very slow to like get into a uh, discord. Cause like discord is ahead of YouTube. Yeah. But, uh, but if you speed up YouTube at like two X, it'll you know make sure your YouTube is caught up. Yeah, and that way, that way, like your Discord and your uh, YouTube are yeah, as in the, sync as possible. I know the delay from our voices to actual YouTube is is probably only about ten seconds or so. It's not very long. It's enough to destroy yeah. people that are trying to listen on the on the YouTube while they're calling. Yeah, them. it's not quite that fast. Yeah, it kind of it kind of like uh, spreads out though. Like even if I if I like try the two x trick like later on in the stream, it will like catch me up again. So like as time goes by, like there's kind of increasing little small bits of lag that hmm. gets introduced into the YouTube stream. I yeah, think. yeah. So like if you're a, if you're a late caller, they can get like pretty out of sync Discord and YouTube. So yeah. just a little trick. Hit, sure. hit that two x from time to time for people calling in and for the live chat. It helps to keep that. Uh, in sync as well. Uh, anyways, my uh, thought for today, I wanted to uh, hear what your guys' thoughts are about legalizing housing discrimination. So hmm. currently, you're not you're not allowed to discriminate in uh, housing based on like uh, a lot of different factors, including race. Um, and I think you should be allowed to discriminate uh, based on race. Like if I want to rent my apartment to whites only. I think that should be allowed. And I'm wondering what your guys' thoughts are. Well, it's just a freedom of association argument. I think that anybody should be able to discriminate against anybody for any reason. So if you have like a, you're racist and you're a black dude and you have a soul food cookery and you're like, no whites, uh, fine with that too. It's your, it's your property. I, I really, At the end of the your day. property. You can do whatever you want. And, um, um, and I, so in, in theory, like even just the philosophy of it, I, I would agree, although it's very politically unpalatable. And certainly I, I don't think that your business is likely to succeed very well if you are openly exclusionary in that way, but it is your property. You, you should have the right to do it. But the thing I would say real quick is, as a practical matter, these anti-discrimination laws, I don't think do that much. Same with hiring and firing, for example. Yeah. You just come up with a different bullshit ticky-tack reason to do what you want to do anyway. You just have to have something outside of the reason that's not allowed. But you still get it done. Mm -hmm. I want to push back when you say that uh, it's not going to be good for business, Matt. Like in the hmm. business of housing, I can see that discrimination might be extremely beneficial. I mean, for example, I could imagine blonde would be very anxious to live in a subdivision that is whites only, you know? Yeah. But like I, I would imagine that I'm, what I'm saying is if, if you, if you actually put up a subdivision that said whites only, I don't think that's appealing. I don't think that's as broadly appealing as just saying open to whoever, you know, has the appropriate credit rating to get in here. Yeah. Well, you're going to lose some market share. Like you're going to obviously not be appealing to people who aren't white for starters. So you're going to lose that market share. And the question is, do you gain like a commensurate positive market share on the other side sure. in terms of people who want to live in a racially restricted environment? I certainly think that at least there's some amount of market for like that type of neighborhood. There or probably is. Or and and I, that's why I would say that that argument too is, is secondary to the, the yeah. primary principle. It is your property. Do you have the right to do with your property what you want or not? No one else has a right to your property, certainly not based on the color of their skin. That's that, yeah. you know, you get to decide what, what the most marketable way to use your property is or not. Maybe marketability right. is not what you're looking for. 
Indeed. The, re the reason I'm asking about this is because I'm very much with Blonde in terms of balkanization needs to be our end goal. We can't keep living in this country together. And uh, I kind of see this as like, I'm, you know, I, that's obviously like a very distant future. And I kind of see this as like a maybe very, very possibly achievable political intermediary step towards that end goal that Blonde and I have in mind. Well, it is the only way out of this without widespread violence. Uh, and, you know, people want to call me hateful. I'm, I'm talking about a, a peaceful solution to the situation we have right now, which is um, for people to secede in the way that they, they, they deem appropriate. I mean, I don't really understand how anybody at this point could not see this as the only solution for our current political climate. All right. Well, I'm sure I'm over my time. So thanks very much uh, for your answers. Yeah, thanks for the thoughts. Call. No problem. All right, we are uh, due for a break. I should feed the baby. Okay, I can. Uh, do you remember where you left off on YouTube? Sure, I left off at Jason Umoto. Let me refresh. A big donation. Jason oh, wow. Umoto. You want to read that one really quick? My son was born at Yokosuka, Japan, December 7th. Uh, dual citizenship. Not looking for an answer now, but can you both recommend books that you think would interest kids in the Declaration of Independence? And the Constitution, devout watcher of your channel. Thank you. Ooh, like a kid's book? Ugh. Thanks for supporting the show. I, I am not going to be niggardly. Uh, I, yeah, I don't have a good recommendation off the top of my head that's kid-friendly, certainly. If, you, if you're really interested in getting into the philosophy of it as an adult, sure. But um, kid might be tough. Tell you what, though. Send me an email, Jason, and perhaps we can brainstorm a little bit. I just, uh, yeah, I'm not aware of like a kid's book that's that's uh, intro to U.S. history or U.S. political yeah. philosophy for for a young for a young person. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, okay, I'm gonna go feed the baby, and I will be back. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for patience once again. Uh, let's see. Uh, Shauna Thornton over on YouTube says, "You know, Matt, the Irish used to jail or used to jail used to just do a quick little hand." Uh, hand fast babies then the priest just like take care of it later just say an irish new i don't even know what you're talking about here but it sounds a little sketchy that's all i know thank you thank you shauna kevin smith says matt have a secret wedding like in braveheart who am i kidding you probably haven't seen that movie anyway actually you're right braveheart but i'll look it up if there's a secret wedding in there the trouble is it's not a secret it's a, it's it's on a property you know it's it's on a place that we have a contract with so I can't just do whatever I want because it's on a property that's subject to the governor's whims. John Martin says, uh, they that sow the wind shall reap the whirlwind. Getting tired of waiting for the whirlwind. We got little bits and pieces of whirlwinds going on a lot, or a lot lately with people who are deciding to fuck around and are indeed finding out. So we'll see... Uh, if uh, if this gets even crazier, I, I don't know. I'm getting a little worried for sure. Uh, Jason also says the Boogaloo lives in Island County, Washington. Does it? I don't know. I don't know. Where's Island County in Washington? Let's take a quick look. Is that like in the uh, in the Puget Sound or is that somewhere else? Yeah, it's right off. Uh, it's in the Puget Sound off the. Right, uh, right west of Everett there. You'll have to tell me why. I don't know what's going on there. 
Uh, Jacob says, evening gang, hope you're doing fine. While, you, while this may seem fruitless, Matt's principles have encouraged me to pick up philosophical works by Locke, Mill, and Aristotle. I think I owe it to myself to enrich my mind. Stay cool. Well, that's good to hear. And enjoy the philosophical reading. Um, that you know that takes me back to um, to sitting in my dorm room like 12 years ago, having to read that stuff. And it's uh, it's not the easiest stuff. So there's no, I don't know how how good you are with reading philosophy and comprehending it, and especially depending on the translations that you get for some of those works. Um, certainly Aristotle, for example. It's it can, it can be dense and difficult to follow. So hey, ain't no shame in uh, in consulting the cliff notes and other things. I know I did back then. So good luck. Uh, Shauna Thornton says, "Blonde hubby and I are looking at Coeur d'Alene. Other small towns nearby that are close driving distance to Spokane. We'll be moving there in a in a year. Let me um tell you what I am going to uh, just in case I miss this, Shauna, for when Blonde comes back. I'm going to put this down in our call in our written questions later." So I don't miss it when she comes back. So worst case, check back when we're reading the uh, email questions and I'll get that answered for you. Uh, Jason also says, Blonde, I live in Oak Harbor. I can smell the virtue signaling in Seattle from here. You're not far, man. Uh, Thank you, bud. Uh, Thank you, uh, uh, Jason. Alan Weed says, uh, what beer are you drinking? Tonight I am, uh, so we were down in... um, in Jackson, Wyoming last month for my fiance's birthday. And uh, I like Snake River Brewing down there, so I bought a bunch of uh, of beers from Snake River Brewing and I'm still working through them. That was a uh, Zonker Stout, which I'm told is their most award-winning beer, Snake River Brewing in Jackson, Wyoming. Phenomenal place, gotta be very, very well-to-do to live there, but I, I do love Jackson, it's a cool spot. Although, it's kind of run by a bunch of like San Franciscanite type people like plastic bags are banned there. Or at least you got to pay. They were way ahead on this mask stuff. So it's like, it's a particularly beautiful piece of Wyoming. However, it attracts all the like elites who come in and bring their stupid elitist ideas. So I don't know the, the, if I, if I could live near the Tetons, the West side of the Tetons in Idaho, like Driggs, Idaho, that area. Very cool. That's a potential fallback for when, uh, Montana and Bozeman specifically falls. Matt Dath says, uh, lighting has Matt looking dark and moody while blonde looking bright and cheerful. Yeah. If you guys didn't, if you guys are just uh, tuning in the, my light that's on my right side here just went out and I do have a replacement bulb for it. I just can't get up and access it. So we're going dark and, uh, and moody tonight for sure. John Martin says, uh, Oh, actually, David Blackstone says the left and collapsitarians both think that after America is destroyed, they can be the ones to rebuild out of sheer contra- uh, contrariness or contrarianness maybe and spite against the left i now agree with matt to keep fighting well i i try to maintain any shred of hope that i can but at the end of the day this is the country that i was born in this is the country that i will die in this is the country founded on the values that i believe are the best that are objectively correct and if i have to play the fiddle on the sinking of that ship God damn it, I'll do it. That's that's the way that I look at it. I'm not leaving this place. And if I have to watch it burn, I'll be there in the fire. Absolutely. And uh, and thank you for that. <laughs> John Martin says, you ever notice how many super chats are directed at that hot blonde with just a few directed at that guy? I, I do what I can and I'm very proud of my few. Thank you, John. 
Laurel says at my daughter's military camp, the Rangers are a competitive program with the camp. 30 tried out, 21 made it, list published today. She made it so proud. It is uh, extremely physically challenging. Well, good for her. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, of course, thanks uh, thanks to, for her decision to serve the country. And thank you for being a military mom. And uh, that's very much appreciated. Good luck to her. Thank you, Laurel. Uh, Sir Garforth says, I'm convinced that COVID will be its own religion for a thousand years and the face mask will be the new yarmulke. I'm tempted to read it yarmulk in the throwback fashion. The new yarmulke. Also, whatever you do, don't Google space movie from 1992. Well, here goes. Let's see what we got. Do I need the quotations or not? But... <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely don't google that one that's is that a real movie i gotta see that i, I want to see that movie space movie from 1992 google it yourself quotations around it to get the result i just saw shotgun will willian says bring on mr smokes two packs a day radio voice for the intro i i <laughs> I, I do think batman has a cool voice so i'm not saying we're going to change anything immediately but if the if the situation in the world changes such that we need to update uh the intro i i might uh, i might give him a shot see what we can come up with he's got a cool voice for sure kirby says matt i just asked alexa alexa who you are and she knows you made it <laughs> you made it my friend what did she say send me an email i would like to know was i called a trumpist or was it just did it just say like uh some fucking loser youtuber i would be very curious to hear so please do email me kirby um Jimmy is is out gifting subs over on DLive. Thank you for that, Jimmy. That's very much appreciated. Let's see if we can check in on Streamlabs real quick, and we'll get back to callers in just a moment here. We're good on Streamlabs, actually. So, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move back into callers because I know we've been moving sort of slow tonight. So I will... Uh, let me get this refreshed so I can remember where I was before. The Susan system is so user-friendly and all that. And uh, we'll come back to these in just a little minute. And next up on the calls was Tails, but Tails, I don't, I don't see you hanging out, so I'm going to have to move it along. But if you are here, hop into the waiting room. I'll get you. Uh, Kramit is up after that. Kramit, you there? Give Kramit a second. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm, in, I'm calling from a peaceful protest. <laughs> really? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you tell, can you tell me where? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, it's a it's a peaceful protest. Oh, they just threw some peaceful fire bombs of peace. Okay. Um, do you have any questions about what's going? On? Oh man, oh lord, <laughs> do you have any questions? Uh, yes. Where oh. is this peaceful protest? What, what are we talking? It's about? in Peaceville. Peace. Hang on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're 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 pointing lasers at the at the uh, at the violent rioters over there. Hang on. Yeah, I know. They're pointing lasers at the at the violent people sitting over there doing nothing. Oh man. That's cruel. Who oh, are they? On. The feds are the feds cracking uh, them. Yeah. Yeah. They're just sitting there behind the fence. Oh man. Are they firing oh, uh, oh. machine corks or <laughs> are yeah. they firing machine oh, nerf guns? On. What was that? Oh no. Oh God. Okay. So, so they're, they're peacefully setting. Oh, that guy's peacefully burning. I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's peacefully on fire. Very peacefully. Okay. Oh, Oh shit. Oh, uh, damn it. I've just, I've just been stabbed peacefully. I mean, peace, peacefully hit with a knife. Peacefully uh, bleeding out. Should I uh, peacefully call 911 for you? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's very peaceful. Peacefully. It hurt. They're sending a social worker to write a, write an obituary for you. I'm sorry. 
it's so peaceful. Okay. Is that end scene? Are we done? I think he died. I think that was our first ever death on air. But I don't know. We'll let Kramit hang out a second, but I think he may have passed away. It was nice to know you, Kramit, and thank you for calling. Vicky is up after that. Vicky, you there? Kramit, Kramit left. Kramit's connection is gone. So uh, all the best to Kramit's family. Gone too soon. Vicky, are you there? Hi, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing all right. We just had, I, I had either a, uh, a very elaborate play just performed for me or someone just died live on air. I'm not sure which. Ah, this is my first time calling in. I've been watching the show for a little under a year. Oh, well, thanks so for calling. I hope this works. I, yeah, and I wanted to give a shout out to Dangerous Spaces for um, helping me figure out how to call into the show. And I'm basically a, Peter, idiot, and he helped me work through the microphone. Well, yeah, th thank anyway. you, Dangerous Spaces, for doing that. Of course, he helps us clear, he helps us uh, make the, the caller list a little easier, and he calls in frequently, so we appreciate his help very much, and I know it's, uh, Discord is not the most user-friendly system, it's just the best system we have, so I'm glad you figured it out. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I feel like we're tearing our country apart, and at the same time, it seems like we're in a Cold War with China. And I'm really worried due to Hollywood and sports and Nike and mainstream media, big tech, everything. They're basically selling us out. So should I start learning Mandarin now or just, <laughs> or just um, stockpile my Xanax? Uh, well, I, I would hope that we don't ever uh, bend the knee enough to learn to learn Mandarin. Uh, I would I hope we have a little more will to fight than that. But um. But how do you think this sort of thing will play out? Are you are you saying you fear like an actual, uh, like like a traditional war with China, or do you think it'll be these uh, all these kinds of like small information wars, like they try to undermine us with a whole bunch of, uh, I don't know, the stuff they're doing now, stealing our intellectual property, right. potentially messing with us in the online environment, that sort of thing. And I think it'll be like third or fourth generation warfare, mm. not actual hot warfare yeah, per yeah. se. Um, but I just think like already our corporations and our media have basically um, knelt for China and we're at the same time we're tearing ourselves apart, you know, left versus right. So I just don't see it ending well. Like, well, Do excuse you, me, uh, I'm nervous. No, just, uh, no problem at all. You sound, uh, you sound great. Thanks for the thoughts. Uh, as far as, uh, do you think, Obviously, we know China is the origin of, of coronavirus in the biological sense and all that. But do you do you think China is working to sow chaos in our country through that? I often wonder how much of the political chaos that surrounds coronavirus may also have originated in China or at least be aided by or facilitated by China. Like, how involved do you think they are? I think they're exploiting it. Remember when they put out that propaganda video, I think, to... Europe about hugging a China person <laughs> yeah. so that you don't seem racist. Yeah. So I can see them them exploiting our own weaknesses against us. Yeah. And how big tech seems to be incorporating Chinese style censorship just worries me. 
Yeah, I mean that it, it was it's baffling with Twitter cracking down on hydroxychloroquine misinformation, quote unquote, when Twitter has said prior that Chinese government misinformation about coronavirus is just fine. That doesn't violate their terms at all. It it is amazing not only how they bow to China's BS, but how they impose stricter rules on Americans and American free speech. It's uh Right, and they go off of the who the who guidelines and yeah. we all know who who is owned by China? Basically, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Oh, and I had a and one last question. Sure. I'm I'm new to Discord. Been using it the past couple days, mm-hmm. and they had they have a debate about are Mediterranean people are they black or <laughs> what do you consider Mediterraneans? Uh, I guess I I don't know. I guess I hadn't put a thought to what they count as racially or ethnically. Uh. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't either. This come up on Discord. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't put a lot of thought to that. What do you have a sense of what the what the majority answer is? Um, I think they're debating it, and okay, I don't really have a vested interest. All right. All right. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for the call. Okay. Goodbye. Have a good night. You too. Okay, Bobble is up after that. Bobble, you there? Yeah, I am. What's on your mind? Oh, not too much. I'm happy that I was actually able to get in. I saw the list and I was like, ah, I'm close to halfway down. Yeah, we'll I'm see. trying to work through as as many as I can here. So. <laughs> Never great on the um, clock, but I do what I can. So first of all, I, I'd like to say uh, justice for Kramit. Um, <laughs> that was unfortunate. I think yeah. we, we lost him. We lost him so early. He He may have, you know, murdered or stabbed somebody peacefully, but I still think that we need to... Uh, I think we need to we need to go marching for him. I just I'm, I wonder what sort I want of to honor I want to honor his memory. Well, yeah. So he certainly deserves a moment of silence. Mm-hmm. I, what time was that when that happened? I should have noted it so we could have a moment of silence <laughs> next time. Uh, Something yeah. like that. Um, anyway, okay. So I got a couple quick things. Um, so I was actually I found it interesting. You were talking to uh, what was his name? Uh, 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 sneaky Hispanic or whatever. Yeah, his, yeah. So it's it's funny because I'm actually in a very I live probably about twenty or thirty miles kind of to the south of him, but I live in the same part of of New Jersey generally. And uh, here, so he, he, I was happy to hear that in his neighborhood things had changed a little bit as far as the kind of signs and things because this neighborhood is the exact same way. Like it started out with, you know, the, oh, like hope, not hate and blah, 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 yard Mm -hmm. signs. Like the people here are really, really big about their yard signs. Like their yard signs are really fucking important. Like it's ridiculous. Um, Hmm. And then, you know, after all this stuff happened, of course, the Black Lives Matter yard signs started like uh, popping up like, you know, like rabbits all over the place and um, and all the stuff related to COVID, of course. And then there was like, you know. What looked at least like or most likely were children created signs about, you know, like racism and no justice, hmm. no peace. And like I go out running, uh, you know, I only I don't run that far because I just started doing it. But mm-hmm. I go out running around a couple blocks and like I'm looking through the windows of people's houses and things. Oh, and so it's you, like, oh, yeah, there's you're doing little... Ahmad Arbery stuff. Are you checking out construction sites or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. No, no. Like this, this is I. This neighborhood, it's it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful neighborhood. It's hmm. old. Like all these houses are probably like early nine, early nineteen hundreds. You cool. know, nineteen tens, twenties, maybe thirties. Yeah, and it's beautiful. 
but then it's just like I've never lived in a place where there's so many just absolutely self-loathing rich white people in my entire life and it makes it, it makes me a little bit sad there's a like there's a place <laughs> near where i there's a place south of big sky which is like 45 miles away from me and we call it the 99 percent ranch because it is it's kind of that bizarre situation where it's it's a property that's got to have i would guess at least 10 acres like a, a significant amount of mm-hmm. land that's not huge but you know a good chunk of land all to yourself and it's a relatively big house on there. And it's got this elk antler gateway into its driveway. But this elk mm-hmm. antler gateway, it's kind of, it's, it's log, but it's got elk antlers and other antlers on it. And it's always full of this political crap, like vote for the 99%, all this, you know, typical progressive nonsense. And I'm thinking, why the hell did you move out here to build, to build a property like this just to have it taken away from you? I, I don't understand. Why did you come here? I, I I think like maybe that must be a property that was handed down to somebody like somebody's yeah. idiot, you know, leftist daughter or something. But I have it, no idea. That's yeah. the only place around me. That's kind of like what you're describing, like a, a high value property yeah. that still is espousing this, like, please steal from me mentality. You're, you're yeah, free to write I, a check any day, by the way, Mr. 99%. Mm-hmm, Just cut mm-hmm. the check anytime you want. Oh yeah. Like here, here it's it's the same story it's mostly people who work in the city and from what i understand from the few people i know in the neighbor like in this neighborhood and in these towns in general is that most of the people who live here now or a a good portion of them are people who used to live in new york city Mm -hmm. but were pushed out by by the cost by the just absolutely staggering cost of living in in Mm -hmm. most of new york city and so they moved out here because it's cheaper to live in new jersey i mean it's still expensive as hell to live here but it's nothing compared to manhattan so you know um but i don't know it's just i was i kind of wish that i saw more of the kind of stuff that he sees up there but it's like here it's i i mean i've 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 i view this neighborhood as, as kind of a lost cause but i mean it's it's not exactly surprising given the kind of people and their like general you know vicinity of the city and the kind of progressives and not and just idiots who live here sure but, you know Eh, it's a nice it's a nice place to live if nothing else um uh shit what was the other thing i wanted to mention um oh oh i see blondes back hi hi there you should put your braid back in by the way if you can (laughs) it looked Uh, maybe she takes orders now yeah Yeah. Maybe we'll probably have to let you go, um, man. I want to get a few more callers. Yeah, in no, it's we, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finished up. But thank you for the call. So I, I want, I just, I hope that he comes. I hope that, uh, um, uh, sneaky Hispanic can convince some of his buddies to come down here and like scare the shit out of some people who live here with their blue eyes. Sure. You know, with their blue eyes matter or blue or thin blue line flags yeah. just because people would be like, uh, you know, like this is the kind of town where they paid a bunch of money to the local government to have, um black lives matter like written on the road yeah in, in rainbow the same kind crosswalks of and such oh oh the the rainbow yeah. crosswalks were two or three years ago <laughs> and then the black outdated. lives matter yeah yeah and then the black lives matter thing was like you know a month ago and they they blocked off the street for three or four hours yeah. so i had to drive around it all and, right uh, man well don't run into yeah. the mcmichaels be careful with your uh house viewing <laughs> mm, yeah i i'll be careful I'll, while i'm out jogging i'll try not to get a <laughs> <laughs> don't grab any barrels while you're, I, while won't, you're I won't grab any barrels or yeah. go looking in people's unfinished houses or yeah, yeah. anything yeah. like that. But no matter how anyway, thirsty thanks. you are. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh Bobble is no, that was Bobble. Jackal is up after that. 
Jackal, you're good to go. Hey. What's hey. on your mind? Hello. Oh, I was uh, just calling in. I, I, I know you like to watch cringe and stuff. And uh, I oh, watched, right. or well, I, I delivered for DoorDash. So I listened to the um, the uh, testimony in the, the Judiciary Committee yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then, and I just thought that was This I, was the was Bill Barr hearing? Yeah. Yeah. So frustrating, so annoying. But I was like, man, that guy is such a beast. <laughs> I was like, well, I can, hope when I'm 70, I can have half of his. And you can see tolerance. how he rose the ranks in the legal system. Oh, I mean, yeah. that, that guy is very quick, even at his age. And you can see how he would be a persuasive and effective lawyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was, oh, I couldn't get, like when, uh, what was it, Swalwell said to him about, you know, why aren't you investigating this? And it's like, why should I? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, shut that down right away. Yeah. But then I started to listen to the, oh, the big tech stuff today. Most of that was just boring and stupid. I only was saw it. Good- I only saw the clip was of I- the one guy asking Zuck why Don Jr. was banned. It was like, yeah, that was Twitter, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. It was Sensen and Brenner. I was like, why is this guy even? I mean, yeah. he talked about how he's been in there forever and he was there when they first started the technology stuff. I'm like, that's great, but you have no clue what you're talking that's, about now. That's what worries me as much. You know, I, I'm not totally closed off the idea of some government regulation to uphold the First Amendment right. in the online public sphere, even though I'm not thrilled about it. At the end of the day, I worry too, not just on the, you know, private company, do what you want angle, whatever. But right. these people in Congress and just the federal government generally, they have no, this is another area where they just have no goddamn idea what they're talking I know. about. Right. And do I, right. I don't trust Zuck or Jack or Susan, but do I trust these old, barely alive people right. in Congress? I know they have staff that could handle it better than them probably, but. I mean, there are a few of them, like I, when Ted Cruz talks about things like that, it seems like he knows a lot more about it than some of the other ones, yeah. but they're not the ones that are actually doing much about it. Yeah. But the biggest one I thought was funny, though, I was like I said, I was listening to us. I was barely paying attention while I was delivering. But then uh, was Representative McBath from Georgia, Lucy McBath. Mm -hmm. She was talking to Tim Cook from Apple. And I had to call my wife as soon as I heard this. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. She sat there and was talking about how Apple had uh, screen time. And when they put that app out, that they uh, took off all the other apps that competed with it in the market for like six months and then put it back on. And she was talking about how unfair that was. And she said, six months is truly an eternity for small businesses to be shut down. Even worse, if all the while a larger competitor is actually taking away customers. I called my wife. I was like, I think they're talking about COVID shutdown. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, it's just Sounds about like Apple. But I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. told her, I said, well, it's only been five months. So maybe in a month from now, we can call them up and say, okay, six months is an eternity for small businesses. <laughs> Well, yeah, it is hilarious how these people who claim to hate big business and corporate power have created an environment where only big business and corporate power can survive. Yeah. Yeah. It's really I mean, it's nuts. Like, as I'm, as I've been delivering, I've been delivering for DoorDash and Grubhub for like over a year now. And a year ago, I, you know, I was getting a lot of orders and you could go in everywhere and whatever. And then as soon as everything started shutting down and just recently I'm in Ohio, there's been a lot more shutdowns and then they open and they shut down or whatever and it's just crazy because there's only like before i was going to like so many different restaurants now it's like chipotle taco bell wendy's mcdonald's only the big ones and if they have drive throughs other than that it's nobody else is yeah. doing anything and of course <laughs> as financial times get harder for people too you're going to look to the cheapest options which tend to be right 
the big established McDonald's of the world and less so like the sandwich shop down the street that's really good, exactly. but maybe it costs like 10 bucks a sandwich and that's a couple yeah. bucks pricier than McDonald's. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I called in for. I just thought that was pretty ironic. Yeah. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Have a good night. Okay. Let's take a couple more. I did have one super chat question for you, but I stacked it in with the, uh, with the email question. So I think we'll get to that okay. in just a few minutes. Let's see. Let's uh, see if we can get a couple more calls. Uh, Dangerous Spaces is up. Dangerous Spaces, you there? G'day. Hi. What's on your mind? Hi. Um, okay, I've got to set a little bit of context for this question. Mm-hmm. So in Australia, uh, in 2007, the prime minister that was sitting at the time was running for re-election, was unsure on whether he was going to serve a full term, and it seemed to be one of the big things that lost him the election. Uh, In 2010, the sitting prime minister got kicked out and someone else put in, and they technically lost, but they formed a government by getting support from smaller parties and independents. Okay. In 2013, the... The prime minister that won in 2010 got kicked out again by the original got very complicated, but got kicked out again just before election, and they lost that one outright. So it seems like, at least here in Australia, we have a real issue with someone coming in and not getting to be voted out, basically, not serving the full term. I might have even talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just curious, what do you think that's good? What sort of effect do you think, if anything, that will have in America? Because let's be honest, Joe Biden, he might make it to election day. He's not going to make full term. No, I could see him resigning right after the inauguration, like a week later. Exactly. There's almost no way he's going to make full term. It is almost impossible. So I'm just curious what you guys think that will have an effect on, if any, of people wanting to or not wanting to vote for him uh, it's a good question uh, but it it sparked uh, another question in my mind really quick that i don't know the answer to and of course i I don't hope this happens susan but very realistic that it could what would happen let's say joe biden is elected november 3rd dies mid-december before his inauguration is is the vice president then inaugurated is that the process that would happen I yeah, think that's so. Yeah. His, his, his VP nominee would be the president. Is that how that would I work? Think so. Yeah. Ugh. I, I, mean, I would have to presume. Yeah, I would have to presume so because surely the, the people that are elected are both the president and the VP just by definition as a package. I just, I guess I'm just wondering if the inauguration never happened. I, I just, I yeah. don't know. I, I don't think that's ever happened in American history to my knowledge, but well, the tickets, the package deal. Yeah, so. I guess so. And, and, by the way, another aside, and then we'll get to your question. Sorry, but uh, the steam is there's been various leaks, as I sent to you. It, it sounds like Kamala Harris is going to be the pick on August 1st. Yeah. If, if the yeah, that leak one was weird. from Politico is yeah. correct. Yeah. Because either Politico can tell the future or they got something ahead of time. And although uh, I did hear talk, I don't know if uh, this is true. I did hear talk that they'd actually pre-written that for a few different options. That's what they said, but it had a quote from Biden. Like it, yeah, I, it doesn't make sense I, if that was pre-written. Yeah, I can't remember the quote though. It'd be and a matter also the of whether date. it was a specific quote or a the general date was August first, of... right? Would they? Do they yeah. know? Do they have inside information that there's going to be an announcement on August first? Is that why? 
Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. If you remember back just before Hillary started uh, running, there was that leaked internal memo where they said, we'll talk to Maggie Haberman because we know that she's friendly and she'll give us good press coverage. So it wouldn't surprise me. And to get to your question, I don't think that there's ever, I don't think vice presidential choices will ever be as important as they are this time around. If you vote for Biden, you understand that you are effectively voting for his VP nominee. And if it's someone like Kamala Harris, this is why Biden would be so full. Maybe Kamala isn't perceived as that extreme, but Joe Biden won mostly because he's not Bernie Sanders. And yeah. people don't want that sort of progressive extremism. They, The people that are attracted to Joe are attracted to like a, a so-called sane return to normalcy alternative to Trump. If he picks someone like Kamala Harris or someone like Elizabeth Warren or someone who is somewhat of a progressive extremist. The other thing about Kamala Harris, she doesn't bring, she's from California. She, she does nothing yeah. for the Midwest. She does nothing for the States that he needs to win. So yeah. I mean, if it, and another, an, another issue is I don't know how, I don't know how widespread this is amongst the whole black community, but she locked up a bunch of black people and there's a bunch of black people that don't like her. Yeah. She's not super marketable amongst the blacks. And she's Jamaican and Indian. She doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got to let you go if we're going to probably one more caller. We can okay. Hear. Do we have a lot of questions? I haven't even looked. We have a ton of questions. Maybe. Well, I could do one. I could do one more quick call if you want, or we could just call it. How are you feeling? Okay. We probably should call it then. Okay. Well, thank you. Dangerous spaces. Actually. No worries. Sorry. Uh, oh, we'll let you go. Thank you, man, for calling in. Um, are you down with one more? I just want to give one more caller because the username is ovary smasher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that earn a call in? Oh, sure. Ovary Smasher isn't here anymore. Well, oh, sorry. Yeah, um, I, I will probably have to call it there, guys. Uh, I'm sorry to uh, to cut it a little short, but we do have a lot of questions to answer. And of course, we appreciate your patience trying to get in. Um, if you have if you're having trouble getting into the live room uh, or you want to participate, but you can't do it live, please do send us a question. That's beauty in the beta at Gmail dot com. Put call in show question in the subject line. And we'll uh, answer them in the last half hour of the show every Wednesday. Uh, the super chat I have left over from Shauna was uh, blonde husband and I are looking at uh, Coeur d'Alene, but other small towns nearby that are close driving distance to Spokane. We'll be moving there in a year. Um, Wallace is really cool, but it's like population 900. Hmm. Uh, I, I like Sandpoint a lot, but it's a little further left. And then if you're looking for like a Ruby Ridge experience, you should check out Bonner Ferry. Bonner's Ferry. Mm. Uh, and then this was left over. I forget if this was last week or Sunday. This is such a trap. Okay. Blonde. What would you say is the ratio of history versus propaganda in Europa? The last battle, which I swear to you, I have not seen. I haven't seen it. Is it, uh, I don't even know what this is. It's some kind of Nazi thing. I, I don't know. No, it's fine. Um, also, which film. Bible verse version would you recommend? I feel myself being pulled towards religion, but don't want any of the SJWBS. I don't know that the answer to that either, because I only have ever had a King James Bible. So, um, well, there you go. That's your recommendation, I guess. I guess. I mean, it's not much of a recommendation if it's all I know. I'm not a big Bible. I I, I know very little. I've read very little of the Bible. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. Brian says, hypothetical question. The boog has happened. Matt and Blonde have somehow become leaders of two separate large community factions. Maybe the size of a small state. The fighting is over and your people turn to you. Matt and Blonde, how should we organize our new society so we don't have this happen again? What form of government, if any, 
should we have democracy, monarchy, what safeties will be in place to stop the overreach, who has the right to vote? Okay, I think that most of the problems that we have in this country are, a lot of it's due to immigration. So if we could bind people constitutionally to to no immigration, well, selective immigration. Yeah. You want you want immigration policy constitutionalized. That would saying. be yeah, but it would I'm thinking about the wording. It would it's dicey. It'd be hard. It'd <laughs> it's be not hard. Susan approved, is that what you're saying? It's not Susan approved, okay. yeah. Um and then who has the right to vote? One vote per land owning family hmm. is what I would do. Interesting. We might actually have some agreement on that voting arrangement, to be honest. I I I am sympathetic to the idea that you should have skin in the game to vote. I'm mm-hmm. I'm less into the ideas of like identity based voting requirements. That is to say, sex specifically, like repeal the nineteenth, no women vote. Well, if you're part of a family unit, tax paying family unit, tax paying property owning family unit, yeah, um, that's not really discriminatory based on identity. That's just saying skin in the game is part of the arrangement for voting. I, I, I'm warm to that sort of idea, to be honest, but generally I would, I would take the U S constitution as it's been written with a few, uh, caveats. I would even, I mean, it already is pretty explicit, but I want to be double explicit that the federal government only has the powers that are articulated and designated to it. Other than that, all powers are reserved to the States That's basically what it says now, but it needs to be double clear on that. And it also needs, I don't know if this makes sense, but the constitution should articulate a correct judicial philosophy, which is the words in this document mean what they mean at the time they were written. Originalism, textualism. You don't get to invent penumbras and ideas that are implicit in the concept of ordered liberty and all this bullshit. You get to read the text that is in the document and the words as what they meant at the time that they were written. I don't know. But how- also they apply to all future scenarios as they were written. Yes. And if you don't like the application, there's a process for that. You can Get amend out. the constitution. Yeah. That's what you have to do. It's not the judge's job to make it a living document that adapts to today. No, there's no, a process. No for constitutional that. amendments. That's another thing. Well, I think it should be amendable, but it's just, it's no <laughs> judges. Supreme Court judges, they can't amend it on their whims. That's not the way that works. Ten-year terms. I, yeah, I would do away with uh, lifetime Supreme Court appointments, too. The whole idea is yeah. they're supposed to be non-political, but they're highly political. And if you gave them a limited term, they're going to be... The idea is that they're not beholden to any uh, electoral body or any political appointment or like someone who would reappoint them or something like that. If, they're, if it's a defined term, like you said... They're not beholden to anybody anyway. They have 10 years, 10 years, and you can quit when you want, but you have to leave after 10 years. And everybody can serve two terms, but they have to be non-consecutive. In Congress or what do you mean? Uh, In any position where you can currently serve two terms Mm. or multiple terms. That's kind of interesting. That's an interesting angle in term. It's what they do in Costa Rica, which is why it's working so well there. Mm. (laughs) But it is interesting because then people can't lobby to do something in their next yeah. term unless they're really long-term thinkers. Yeah. yeah interesting. Uh, this is a question for me or is this from Matt? This is from Matt. I think it's from Matt to Matt. To, I might've, fucked it's that a, up, but though. it says in your humble opinions. So I think it means for both of us, Matt says mm-hmm. in your humble opinions, what is to be done about Seattle? Burn it to the ground. We can start over. 
I still maintain Portland is a little more difficult because of the federal property that's being attacked. So I don't necessarily have a problem with the federal defense of their people and their property. If it's just Seattle is more of a case where the local elected officials don't seem to care about enforcing state law or Seattle city ordinances, whatever may apply. That's not my problem here in Montana. And that's not the federal government's problem. And I say that with complete and total sympathy to the people whose rights are being violated in Seattle. I want nothing to do with that. And I'd be fighting back if it was my neighborhood. However, I don't think that I have responsibility to save them from that. And I also don't think that constitutionally we want the rest of the country cracking down on governors and mayors who aren't doing the jobs that they who aren't doing their, their jobs in the way that the rest of the country thinks they should. That is the job of the Seattle public to solve for themselves. And if they want to rot, Hey, uh, go ahead and rot. Enjoy. Yeah. But so I, I'd be very hands off. I, I, and I know that sucks to the people in Seattle who are experiencing this. And I know it means you might have to leave and it sucks if your family's been there forever, you've lived there forever, but you know what the rest of the country is, it's not our job to come be Superman and it's your problem to fix or leave. Yeah. Uh, Brownie bits. I'm a small content creator that is strict, has a strict, no politics policy on my gaming channel. That is unless it directly impacts my channel, such as DMCA. Uh, I got some personal attacks thrown at me because I don't post BLM in my tweets or make statements about it. I was just wondering, what would you do with that situation? Tell these people to get bent. It's like you're creating a venue where people can escape from this horrible political situation. You should protect that. And if anybody has a problem with that, just tell them to suck your balls. Yeah, you you can decide how aggressive you want to be on it. But if you want to be very, you could go full blonde and tell them to suck your nuts. You'd be justified in doing that. Or you could just be, if you don't want to create a whole bunch of controversy, you don't want to stir them up Just say, I don't do politics. I don't care. I don't do yeah. conservative politics. I don't do liberal politics. I don't do any politics. This is about video games. And if you're not here for video games, I'm sorry, this channel's not for you. Right. You can be very matter of fact that way and go about it that way. But yeah, I sympathetic with that too. I, <laughs> I'm looking for those sorts of non-political entertainment forms, and that's the trouble. It seeps into goddamn everything. Everything. Good luck um, with the this channel. This is from Emma. Are Portuguese closer to being white or Latin in the claim minority status if it's been a toasty <laughs> year and they've been out in the sun? I actually don't know how to answer this. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's the printer. Jeez. We had a, a similar question earlier. Do Mediterranean people, are they white or are they... What are... What is, uh, I don't, there's a lot of questions about racial classification. I think they're probably Latin, not Mediterranean people, but Portuguese. Latin? Uh, they're, they're Spanish. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so I would well, class, I guess in my mind, in they're the classified as Spanish. They can't they be Latin, being white Doesn't Latin? Latin refer specifically to like Central America, or am I wrong on that? Latin America, but most of those people are of a Spanish descent, aren't they? Like, yeah, I guess long term. Um... No, I guess okay. Never mind. Yeah, Latin. Well, I guess maybe maybe they're using it in like the language sense too. I'm thinking in the sense I of like. I know they don't speak Spanish. I'm thinking in the sense of like Latino, and maybe so maybe know, I'm maybe confused here. Sorry, Latin X. I want to be. Inclusive. Don't call the Portuguese Spanish. I know. Let's, I know, but the question was: Are they closer to being white or Latin? So I'm in a bind here. All all we're doing is demonstrating. Uh, 
total inability to Ignorant. answer this question. Like, we, it doesn't matter what we say. We're totally mm. unqualified. And uh, yeah, I just, I just don't know. Ren says, have you ever seen gunfights in foreign countries against their mobs or terrorists? You should look up a few. I do believe that men bear the burdens of protection. Well, if you have any recommendations, I'd be happy to look. I would imagine foreign countries are probably not as kind to their mobs as, say, Portland or Seattle are. I'd imagine those mobs are, are put down pretty quickly, depending on the country. Yeah. Uh, Insider said, why is there so much hate for anti-vaxxers if your magical vaccine works so well? Why do you care if some people decide not to take it? You should be immune. Um, I think that the, the thinking surrounding this is is the the greater good, right? People are worried about the net loss of life. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe it's when not a selfish not thing. Immunity. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, this is Julian. I, I, was gonna, we admi- oh, I, was, I was just going to say a few things about this real quick. Um, I think I think it's a lot to do with the like the quote unquote anti-science thing, too. Yeah. And I don't consider myself. You have to qualify so freaking much when talking about this. When people say or accuse you of being anti-vax or use that term, I always have to know what, what they mean. Do you mean that I don't believe in? And I'm not even saying I'm anti-vax. I'm saying I think it has serious moral considerations. Namely, do you get mm-hmm. to specifically compulsory vaccinations. Do you get to stab someone and inject them with a substance against their will? That to me is a fundamental moral question that has nothing to do with the science of it. If I could demonstrate that it's scientifically beneficial to violate your rights by locking you in a prison cell or removing your right or your right to speech or self-defense or whatever else, that doesn't mean that it's right. It may be effective, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. So I always have to know, what do you mean when you say anti-vax? Are you talking about the scientific question or the moral question? Right. And then every anti-vaxxer that I've ever met has will also admit that there are many vaccines that have saved millions of lives. I mean, like, I think even the most staunch anti-vaxxer can agree that the the polio vaccine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, to me, the, well, why is there so much hate for anti-vaxxers? I think it's the anti-science angle. That's, that's why I think that you're yeah. treated like some kind of science denier. Right. Right. That's the themes I hear the most. My sister did message me. She's like, are you anti-vax now? I think cause I was talking, I said on the show the other day, like I'll give my child like the vaccines that I deem appropriate. And I said that because I'm not going to give her like hep A vaccine or something like that. I would say I'm pro-choice. Or the coronavirus. I'm just pro-choice. Your body, your choice. You want to stab yourself with Tom Hanks' corona blood? Absolutely have at it. I just dispute the idea that you have a right to stab somebody else for the greater good. That's all. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a lot of pushback on this polio thing. Um, When we're talking about like net life, lives saved, the polio vaccine is definitely, I'm not, I'm not saying that vaccines they they do have uh some negative health consequences like people can't act like they're 100 percent good but when we're looking at certain vaccines like they some of them have clearly saved people's lives so vaccines before or after the circumcision what is the correct order <laughs> to get this well right. like when you have a child which just one to make to sure do? i handle it correctly <laughs> oh yeah no, i'm just saying it's funny how we get we get caught up in these uh discussions Anyway, uh, Julian is up next. You got it? Should we admire the strong because of their strength? Last week, Matt mentioned he admired the great warlords of old, such as Genghis Hmm. Khan. Is any great achievement won through moral action worthy of praise or damnation? Why or why not? Um, I think I was kind of joking in that context. I don't know enough about Genghis Khan to say I admire or not. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is any achievement one th- the heart of the question is is any great achievement one through immoral action worthy of praise or damnation? Why or why not? Well, if it's immoral, it's it's worthy of condemnation for sure. If it's moral, if it's a great achievement done through moral moral means. Absolutely, it's worthy of praise. But I think the it's not the question of achievement there. It's the question of morality. So I just don't know enough about Genghis Khan, but I'd, I'd venture to guess he did some immoral things in his day. No. That said, there are. It, it's not as though if you do an immoral act, you can't achieve great things. Humans are complex, and sometimes bad things are done in pursuit of broader, broader moral goods. It, it's not a black and white type thing. But if I, if you had to ask me, what's more important, great achievement or or morality? It's morality. Mm-hmm. If I had to prioritize the two. Right, but he's right in that people respect strength. Uh, whether or not it's rooted in morality. That's just human nature. Yes. Although I, I tend to admire great moral strength too. sticking to what is right, despite all pressures, despite all forces. Otherwise people who stick to doing what's right. Uh, I admire greatly. I think that's a form of not physical strength, although it could be, I suppose, but it's, um, it's just a personal fortitude. It's a character fortitude that I admire. Uh, this is Raymond or Ramon. Raymond? Yeah. I think Ramon. I um, don't know. At what point do the lockdown and restrictions cause more economic economic harm than the pandemic? I think that the second that we locked down, it was over. Yeah, March. We, we had already done yeah, <laughs> we had already done more harm than good. I don't believe that any of the lockdown measures, any of the social distancing measures have uh, slowed the spread at all. When you look at the uh, other case studies of by country, um, like Sweden is doing really well. I don't know if you saw, but their, their, uh, caseload is going down on a daily basis now. Well, I, I could believe that maybe it delayed some of the spread somewhat, but so what though, but that what was the that whole do? point. It was like, well, that, it, that does matter if we were ever going to get over medical capacity, but we never really did. And that's yeah. it, it's been really frustrating to hear how lockdown has gone from flatten the curve to make sure we can manage it medically to make sure no one ever gets coronavirus again, because that's just it's not achievable. Yeah. But not only I think are we fooling ourselves with a false sense of security that we can just lock down and suddenly coronavirus won't transmit anymore, even though we're all meeting in high concentration at the grocery store instead of the concert hall or the restaurant or whatever else. It's the same thing, just different context by and large. I think we're fooling ourselves there. And I think we're fooling ourselves to think that we can uh, inflict a whole bunch of economic harm on ourselves and come out ahead. Um, Not through people's voluntary choices, but by top down involuntary control in the way that we did it. I think that was foolish. And then uh, I, I I put it in the notes for Sunday because I want to talk about the CDC director just came out yesterday and said, yeah, for sure. We have more suicides and overdoses than Corona deaths. Yeah. I don't know how he calculated that. I've only seen the headlines, but I want to follow up on his methods for coming up with that math. Uh, let me read the headline just to be sure I, I don't mischaracterize it because I have it in front of me. Let's see. Uh, here it is. This was reported by Town Hall. Headline, CDC director says there are more suicides and overdoses than COVID deaths. If that, uh, this according was the, uh, apparently was on a, a webinar this week. So... Uh, recent, and it says in the article, rec- most recent publicized federal data records 48,000 deaths from suicide and at least 1.4. Oh, okay. So he's not necessarily saying this year. He's saying based on deaths here. So maybe I've misunderstood what he meant. In any case, 
Deaths of Despair will be difficult. That will be a difficult be metric difficult, in 2020. Yeah. 100%. You can count on that. Oh my God, it's so hot up here. I can barely stand it. Um, I want to shave my head. Uh, Natalie says, I was wondering if you've heard of Socialist Rifle Association. It's an anti-capitalist, anti-fascist, anti-racist, etc. organization that encourages gun ownership. Recently, I've seen a large increase in gun ownership and leftists with many adding SRA to their Twitter bios. What do you think of this? Do you think the SRA is a net positive or negative? Is it good to have cross-political support of firearm ownership, or is this means to a revolution that looks to eventually take away all of our rights? I think it's terrible. I mean, uh, it's gonna, they're going to be harder to defeat if they become firearm proficient. Certainly. I, I, that said, I think that this is, a, I think you have a natural right to defend yourself. I would support anybody who wants to take that, to take advantage of that right and to become proficient in, in doing so. That said, I would, I guess I'd be interested to talk to one of these people because generally speaking, the socialist type, the leftist type, they don't, their worldview is not founded on a philosophy of rights. I wonder what they would say about gun rights and self-defense and all of that. Let's say in your collective utopia, if the collective, if the collective decides that you shouldn't have that rifle of yours, would you be in favor of its confiscation for the community or the greater good? If, if so, why, if not, why? Right. I wonder what they think about that sort of thing. I don't know. It, um, but yes, I'm in favor of gun rights, even for people who don't agree with me. But in the same way, I'm in favor of speech rights for them, too. This is from Lee. That is the next one. Yeah. I was thinking about the Streisand effect. I know you've mentioned it as a plus, but I feel like it doesn't work when it comes to YouTubers being deplatformed. It doesn't. For example, I found out about Alex Jones and Stefan Molyneux through your channel, but I don't like them enough to follow them off of YouTube. Hmm. But when they were on YouTube, I'd hear their taste, which I found interesting. Now that they're gone, I don't hear their voice anymore. Hmm. Are your, thought, your thoughts? I totally agree. I definitely agree that if you get banned off YouTube, you're going to lose that kind of... Uh, the sort of audience that you're talking about, where you're kind of a sometimes viewer... Or you check in right. once in a while. The people who are dedicated, or the recommended, yes, yeah. the the people who are dedicated will follow you. But but to your point, um, if you're just a some, the, the great thing about YouTube, the reason I don't want to see it go away is because I love going to my YouTube subscription feed and having everyone I like to listen to just in a nice little order, and I can just yeah. watch them and let them go. If I have to go to yeah. everyone's siloed website or everyone's special platform. For the people I love, I will still do it 100%. But I think you're right. You got to love them. It's those people that I'm I'm just kind of on the fence on. Like I, I watch some of their videos. I like some of their stuff. You're less likely to go to their website to their or to their bit shoot or whatever else. Uh, I think I think you're right about that. You good? Um, yeah, my, the baby's crying. But I think we can get through these questions and then you might be on your own for super chat. Okay. See if she stops. Uh, incompetent hand says Ben Shapiro has been talking about the eventual American divorce. He points to companies such as Starbucks versus black rifle. Originally CNN thought the market share would make it impossible to be biased, but now Fox news looks more corporate. We see OAN getting traction, Twitter versus parlor, et cetera. Do you think we could split and make it work economically? Obviously the left won't be us, but what's something we could put on the table to grease the wheels? Well, I think both, there's this, there's clearly a viable market for both Starbucks and Black Rifle Coffee, for example, for both CNN and Fox News in the big corporate media sense. Right. Um, I certainly think the the market is is viable for all of that sort of thing. I think the broader question is: Is that good for the country? Like, just have conservative and leftist 
everything. Separate but equal, Matt. I, I, that's not the country that I want to see, but I, I can't deny the reality that it's the country that it appears they want. They want us all banned and relegated to our own little corners, and then they rip us for being parts of echo chambers when they're the ones who forced us over there. I know. I know. So, yeah, I, I totally think that's economically viable. I just, it's, it's a bummer because I want to go on Twitter and see what the crazies are saying and have fun responding to them. I don't want to be in an echo chamber. I know. Uh, Odie says, is defunding the police replaced with social workers an attempt to inject intersectionality and social justice into actual actual justice services? <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Or worse, an attempt to bypass the executive and legislative process altogether in their ideological utopia. I think for sure both. I think those are good observations on, on both. Yeah. yeah. Social justice. Make. Have no doubt that if these people could reform the justice system itself, it would not be. Uh, equal protection of the law. It would not no. be justice is blind. It would be justice is applied based on victim points, victim bucks. If you're a straight white male, maybe you should have a little presumption of guilt. But I, absolutely, I think these people would run in that sort of justice system if they could. Yeah, I, I totally agree. That's an astute observation. Uh, Daniel, what do you think would be worse for the country if Trump loses re-election in the Senate or Trump wins re-election and loses the Senate? Ugh. I figure the latter might be worse because you would ratchet up tensions even further heading towards 24. One to get your thoughts though. This is a, this is a mad question. Uh, I don't, I, I don't want to see uh, being the Trumpist that I am rational. Way says, I don't, I don't want to see uh Trump lose. Obviously that said, if he wins and then he has no, he loses congressional control, get ready for the Mueller investigation times infinity. That's going to be, Pure nonsense. That's going to be terrible for the country. If Joe Biden wins and Republicans maintain control of the House or Senate or both, you're going to see a whole lot of nothing. Joe Biden yeah. will try to do his stupid executive orders. It won't really matter. That sort of thing would get challenged. He doesn't. He can't do that much from the Oval Office other than enforce existing law. And I think Congress would just block every single thing that he would try to do. And there'd probably be a whole lot of nothing getting done. A whole lot of nothing getting done from the federal perspective is actually not that bad. I know it's not exciting, right. but I'd take that over a whole bunch of commies running roughshod, pushing their social ideas or perpetually investigating a president and stirring up controversy and chaos in the way that they've done for years now, but, but much more, even more aggressively than they already have. So I guess I'd have to pick Trump loses, maintain congressional control. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Ugh, this is so grim. Um, Ryan, should we be worried about the rush to homeschooling? I see the merits of taking children out of the indoctrination camps, uh, and I think the whole kids won't get socialization argument is kind of bullshit, but what I'm worried about is kids being taught by parents whose last brush with algebra, history, literature, etc. was 20 years ago, and now they have to completely teach it to their kids, competently, rather. I'm not familiar with homeschooling myself, but a lot of my family members are conservative teachers, and they are against homeschooling because it will lead to dumber kids. Um, I mean, it would be stupid to act like there are no downsides to homeschooling. There are some downsides to homeschooling. However, in, in my situation, my child would be better off, but not all parents are as uh, smart or as competent as I am. So I understand your point. Um, another thing that's worth, that's worth noting is that, um, people that are abusive to their children can, uh, say that they're homeschooling, but really their children are learning nothing mm. and they're getting abused sexually or otherwise at home. Um, that's also an argument against homeschooling. 
However, you know, public schools have become such insufferable indoctrination camps. And I trust the intelligence of conservatives enough to give their children a better education than a school could. Yeah, I mean, what I worry about this question, as someone who I can't listen, I was always a homeschooling opponent, as we've talked about on the show. I never thought that I would even consider homeschooling my kids. But here we are. And I, Mm -hmm. I, I definitely would put serious thought to it now. I think what we're comparing to is an ideal. Absolutely, I want an an expert. I can't even use that word anymore because it's so loaded by coronavirus bullshit. Doesn't mean anything. But I do want I want an algebra expert to teach my kids algebra. I want a history expert to teach my kids history. Absolutely. Now maybe that exists. Certainly, that does exist in some public schools and not all lost. Certainly, it exists in private schools that it's not lost either. But I'm saying. I don't want to compare homeschooling to a perfect alternative that really doesn't exist. Who's teaching my kids algebra and history and literature in these schools? A lot of Marxists these days, a lot of people who aren't teaching them the objective reality of those disciplines. They're just teaching them their weird Marxist worldviews and social justice nonsense. So would I rather me or my future wife teach my kid imperfect algebra doing the best we can or would I rather have someone else at a school teach them that algebra is merely a tool of white supremacy? Yeah, take, exactly. Take your pick. If, if I have to pick between those, I'm picking homeschooling, although I know it's not ideal. I just worry the ideal's no longer attainable, or at least isn't right now. It's not. It's not. Um, huge cow patty says, a few nights ago, my wife was watching NCIS, and my 11-year-old son and I walked in during a scene where the agents busted in the door of a house without identifying themselves. In the show, no one was home and the show moved on. I looked at my son and said, if someone is breaking down your door and you have no idea why and they have made no attempt at all to ID themselves, what do you do? He said he didn't know and I said, you shoot them. There have been too many stories of police shooting innocent people because they just barge into situations they aren't prepared for. I was wondering what your opinion is on this. I told this story to several people I know and I'm surprised at the pushback I get in the name of, well, they're just doing their job. Yeah, I mean, to, ha- to do a no-knock raid, there better be a child sex ring hold up in there or something like the, the burden of proof has to be so high. Like none of this drug related, no knock raid shit. Like absolutely not. What do you, what do you as mean? far as uh, well, the, I guess I, I'm in agreement on that. This question of um, you shoot them first. If, if someone is breaking down your door and you have no idea why, and they've made no at- attempt to identify themselves, what do you do? You shoot them. Um, well, listen, it is your property. And I I must say that I believe that once you forcefully enter someone else's property, you have forfeited your right to life at that point. Generally speaking, that said, I hesitate to advise shooting before the target is identified. I think, I think generally speaking, you should make an attempt to identify your target before you pull that trigger. Reality is not just legally, but morally. As soon as you pull that trigger, you own that round. What is the destination of that round? Who's it hitting? And what's beyond that? There are a lot of moral and legal implications to pulling that trigger. And I, I, I would personally want to be a little more sure than just pull the trigger that fast. That said, I'm going to be pretty sympathetic to a property owner's decision making in his own property, in his own ca- in his own castle, just because I might hesitate a moment longer than huge cow patty would. Doesn't mean that huge cow patty is necessarily wrong. I don't think it's uh when we start talking about interactions with other people in a public sphere or certainly on their property, there's a lot more, a lot more things to consider when it's your house and they've entered by force. 
hey man, they're on, they're on your terms at that point, as far as I'm concerned. So you, you, <laughs> there's probably a situation in which you're alive to tell your story and I'm not. That's the reality. So uh, I, I can't fault you for that perspective. Sean says, I heard mm-hmm. yesterday that Nadler had a car accident on his way to the bar hearing. Really? I think he had a car accident at the bar hearing, but he was like an hour, an hour late. So maybe that was why it was suggested that the accident was intentional so that Nadler could get his opening statement or marching orders on the confidential or at least the last minute uh, through or via unofficial or unsurveilled means seems plausible. If a bit tinfoily just wanted to get your thoughts on it or alternatively just to be a dick to bar. Uh, Do you see this clip of, um, of, uh, of, well, Fleck is talking to him. That was great when he said Antifa was a myth. But Barr and Nadler were interacting and Barr's like, hey, I need a five minute piss break. Oh, yeah. I saw. No, you can't. I mean, I couldn't You're believe that this guy act. concocted a way to waste Barr's time. Might have been totally fake just to be a dick to Barr. I could see that. Yeah. 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 Um, this is the last one. It's from John. How did colleges and universities become so liberal? Um, I think that they were deliberately infiltrated by Marxists, and that's how they wanted to influence the youth uh, generation over generation. I think it, uh, like, if if the origin was deliberate in that way, I think a lot of the reality of what they are feeds into that too. When you are by and large federally subsidized or state subsidized, there's no longer a survival requirement to train students who are market ready or marketable at all. So you can exist in this totally abstract intellectual theoretical world with no real world application or marketability and perpetuate that supported by taxpayer money taken from people by force. I I don't doubt that there's probably some deliberate aspect to infiltrate these spheres to exert cultural and political influence i think the nature of them that we've set them up in this way makes it even more exploitable yeah but i think that that was just our naivete i mean the long march to the institutions that's that's real that's a real historical event devised by marxists um i could believe it yeah but we didn't fortify our universities because we just thought it was never going to happen because america or some Mm. shit um that's the last one i gotta take care of the baby it's gonna take i don't know how how many super chats uh, where did you end I, I left off on kirby um let me see reality lobsters next up it says uh skins reality lobster says skins fan now done with the nfl looking forward to free time on sundays matt you say you will miss baseball but does anyone miss the olympics major sports are nothing but marketing for merch now sports are for kids well <laughs> I, I totally forgot about the Olympics. I don't usually tune in that much, though. Olympics are not my thing. Sometimes winter Olympics. Oh, I'm so sad about gymnastics. Hmm. Um, I got to take care of the baby. And there's no way. So Olympics aren't happening. Not till next summer. They've been delayed till 2021. Oh, okay. So they're still happening next summer, though. In theory. Until coronavirus wave <sighs> five hit. Yeah. Um. So since we only have about 10 super chats left, there's no way that I'm going to be done. Okay. By the time. Yeah. We'll just, we'll just call it a night and I'll, uh, I'll catch up oh. with our chatters. I'm sorry, audience, the baby, the baby beckons me. Thank you so much for your flexibility. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys. And, uh, and yeah, I'll catch up with you uh, on Sunday. We'll see you then. All right. Bye guys. All right. Um, catch up with uh, D live really quick too. giggling spy. Thanks for supporting the show. That's appreciated. Silosopher. Thank you as well. We got all kinds of subs being gifted over there. I appreciate that guys. Uh, I think we're good on Streamlabs, or at least we just have a few. Let's see what we got. 
uh lamentations over on Streamlabs says currently at work somebody heard somebody wait gotta read this carefully somebody heard somebody said somebody else might have tested positive for the rona just like uh just like that they're losing their minds i think a five block radius of evacuation and destruction by fire is next we'll be careful but yeah i i wouldn't doubt that weird second third fourth fifth hand rumor is sufficient to shut down an entire business at this point and get you all as presumed coronavirus positives in the official state data and presumed coronavirus deaths i would assume too you guys are all statistically counted over on uh youtube C says, Matt and Rebecca, have you guys looked into cryptocurrency, specifically XRP? It's superior to Bitcoin in pretty much every way except the brand name. I am not a great crypto mind. Uh, occasionally, some people have decided to support the show with crypto. So I have had a little bit of crypto. One, the only thing I, I mean, I wish I had the foresight to have invested in it in like 2009 when my dumb drug friends you know, drug consuming friends were buying Molly on the Silk Road with with Bitcoin. If I had put a hundred bucks in Bitcoin, then I'd probably be like a millionaire right now. But I don't treat it as an investment personally. Sometimes people uh, send Bitcoin our way, and um, and when that's happened, the one thing I've done with Bitcoin is, can I confess to this? Or the state? I hope the state of Montana is not listening. Sports gambling is illegal in the state of Montana. What does that mean? It means I just go to the sites where you can do it with crypto. So. I love uh, like betting on the Super Bowl each year, like prop bets, weird bets. I don't like betting just, you know, straight like against the spread or that kind of boring stuff. I like betting weird prop bets like the last Super Bowl, um, not this last year, but the year prior. I put a bunch of Bitcoin on the on the uh, the winner of the Super Bowl having blue Gatorade, blue Gatorade being the winning color poured on the coach. Lo and behold, the Patriots poured blue Gatorade on bill belichick and i got a nice bitcoin payday out of that so so that's been the uh the bitcoin fund for me is using it as a betting currency to get around my stupid state's restrictions uh we'll see if this this, the state of montana comes after me for that one probably ill-advised to admit but this is this is the kind of crap that really bugs me sorry for the rant but you know it's my it's my money it's my property i don't see why i shouldn't be able to gamble it on whatever the hell i want and it's really Annoying that the state of Montana and pretty much every other state says certain forms of gambling are just fine, others not. So, for example, I can go down to the gas station two blocks from my house and sit in their dark room video video poker, video kino thing and uh, and sit in there and, and gamble away as much of my wealth as I want. That's fine as far as the state of Montana is concerned. If I want to put a little bit of money on some stupid Super Bowl Gatorade prop bet, that's criminal. That's illegal. I face all sorts of penalties for that. It's nonsense. And that sort of thing should go away. Anyway, uh, Jay says, many, if not most of the rioters are Bernie bros. Why isn't Bernie being confronted to call for civility from at least the right? Good question. I mean, don't forget the guy on the Project Veritas video saying, if Bernie doesn't get the nomination, Milwaukee burns. He was just a little ahead of his time. He he just got the cities uh, wrong, I guess. But the general concept was right. And, uh, yeah, no doubt that if it was a MAGA hat Trump people doing this, that you'd have the pressure on the president and the pressure on conservatives to uh, to answer for exactly that sort of culpability that you're describing. Dangerous Spaces says, is Matt going black space, bloody racist? I don't know. Do I look fully, do I look fully black in this light? I don't know if it's that dark, but I, it's certainly more moody. That's for sure. Paul McConnell says, butts. Thank you. That's with two T's too. Make no mistake. 
molecular entropy says, are you guys considering a show on an alternate platform wherein you speak openly about without the fear of, um, without the fear of Banhammer? I guess I hadn't thought about that. I don't know that I have a lot of time to do an additional show. I kind of, right now I sort of do the workload that I can manage while maintaining sanity. So I don't know that I have the ability to produce a new exclusive show, but maybe, maybe I, I, I don't know. It's an interesting concept. Thank you for the idea. Mark M says this show became good to me, uh, in a rush. So chatching, uh, well, thank you. I'm not, I'm not sure I understand exactly what you mean, but thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Jackie Ray Dowdy says, have you guys heard about the new statewide mandatory face coverings we have here in Victoria? Thanks to chairman Dan. I have become so blackpilled in the last two hours. It's actually scary. So this is Australia, right? And I don't know much about what's going on with coronavirus in Australia, but as far as I understand, you have like two cases or like a guy died. This coronavirus in Australia is very, very minimal. In fact, I could, I'm going to go check out uh, worldometers just really quickly and see what we're looking at. Cause I'm curious. Uh, Australia has 716 total deaths. Good Lord. You guys only have 20,000 total cases and your deaths per million is 79. 79. So to put that in perspective, Montana's death per million, we're one of the lowest in the entire country. We're at like 50 deaths per million. So the country of Australia has Montana-esque coronavirus stats. That's pretty incredible. But we're also on mandatory mask order. So welcome to the club. We'll see how long the patience with this lasts. Matthew Roser says, hey guys, love the show. I sent an email to the show's email today but the or about the militia in Louisville from last weekend. It's an interview with the leader of the NFAC, the Not Fucking Around Coalition. He has a good laugh in it too. Love the show. Well, maybe, <laughs> listen, if you have a uh, accidental discharge that shoots three people, I hope you're a uh, good sport about it. I hope you can at least laugh about it. I'll have to check it out. Thank you for the link. Gary Fluke, uh, thanks for supporting the show. And I think we are all set, guys. Uh, looks like we're good over on D Live. Um, oh, we do have a few more on YouTube. Just one moment. Plum Logan says, "When force is monopolized by the state, justice is monopolized by the state, and the justice applied to the citizenry will never rise above the mediocrity of the state." Please have Dave Smith on. I don't know. I mean, maybe I I hesitate to I hesitate to totally privatize everything, including the application of justice. What worries me about that concept, and maybe there's an answer for this. But what worries me there is that justice will only be served to those who can afford it. And I don't think that the preservation of your rights or the defense of your rights should be only for those who have the money to buy the biggest army to defend those rights. But maybe I'm missing something. I'm open to the concept. Maybe there's a plan there to say that even if you're a dirt poor person down to your last penny, if a violation against your rights is committed, someone needs to do something about that to correct that and to punish the person who violated your rights. Maybe I'm just unaware of how that system would um, accomplish that. So uh, I'll, perhaps I'll have to look at his stuff and and consider it. Michael Adams says, if the current systems in place are racist, wouldn't replacing the police with social workers not accomplish anything because they would still be working with a racist system? I guess, yes, the social workers will just call you uh, a racial slur, but they won't actually kill you. Probably the difference. <laughs> I would presume. A fair point. Long Dong John says, Matt and I once made love, but he demanded we did it in a Rona safe way. So he cut a circular hole in the outside wall and he said, perfect. 
Yeah, that according to uh, the British Columbian government, right? That's the safe way that they do it up there with their glory <laughs> holes. Gay! I think we're all set, guys. Let's uh, double check and we'll call it a night. Yeah, it looks good to me. Thank you guys uh, for hanging out with us as I double check uh, Streamlabs, but I think we're good there too. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Appreciate it. And thanks for uh, your patience with um, with Blonde and the baby as well. Oh, one more over on um, Streamlabs. E is for egg rolls says, regarding homeschooling, you don't need an expert teacher. My mom threw an algebra book at my head and said, learn it yourself. And I knew as much as anyone I got into college. Kids can learn and uh, kids can learn to learn. How do you think I got so smart? Hey, book learning for yourself is a skill a lot of people need. Appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys. We'll see you on Sunday. Have a good night.